everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just remind you all where you can listen to my podcast, Casa Loud Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, just search for Casa Loud Chats and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's The Casa Grandes and the Loud House Universe, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 30 of Casa Loud Chats! Woo! I'm on episode 30 of this show! I'm so happy and so excited that this is the 30th episode of my show, and it's going to be a very exciting one, because today we're going to be talking about my show, of course, The Casa Grandes, and the brand new episodes of The Casa Grandes, but today I'm actually not alone in talking about these episodes and all the news coming out for this for the Casa Grandes and of course the Loud House was a big news announcement with that. I have a very special guest with me here today. This person I know as one of my mutuals on Twitter. It is Hero Nimbus64 or Nimbus. Welcome to my show, Nimbus. What up? How's it going? I, I'm good. How are you doing? Welcome to my show. <laughs> I'm excited. Real excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. So Nimbus, there's probably people out there who don't know who you are, so I'd like you to introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us about yourself. Alright, well, uh, like Sonny said, I'm Hero Nimbus, but like you can call me Nimbus for short. Uh, I've been a fan of the Loud House for uh, pretty much since it premiered, I guess. Yeah. But um, I'm also, a, I'm just a big cartoon guy in general. Like, some of my other favorites are uh, OKKO, OK My Life as a Teenage Robot, Amphibia, um, Gravity Falls. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And um, I've also, I also really like music. Like me and Sonny, we have a shared interest in like 80s music of that time period, you know? Yes, I love 80s music. <laughs> yeah, um, and, um, one of my other interests, like I'm also a big video game guy. Like I'm a fan of like Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that. I'm also pretty big on horror media. I'm a big fan of like the Evil Dead franchise, for example. And um, I like A Nightmare on Elm Street. One of my guilty pleasures is like watching like old trailers for like old horror films and also like anthology series like Tales from the Dark Side and whatnot. But um, overall, I'm just like a really big cartoon and video game kind of guy. Um, I have autism. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much else to say. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, it just it seems like you have a, a big variety of stuff that you like, like I do, you know. But you know, the thing that we're here right, for right. is, of course, the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. I mean, but being an 80s... Right, right. I, being, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, like, like you are the reason I got into Amphibia, and I'm thinking about watching Muppets now, because... Oh, please do. Like, both episodes have been so great. I can't wait for this week's episode, because we're going to drop in uh, all the episodes every week so right. anything with Muppets, uh, I, I, I'm so I, don't go on, I don't want to go on too long about all that so like 
I feel like we should just continue and get on, get out of business, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say with 80s music, you know, with the Casagrandes, one of their episodes was Karma Chameleon, which is a reference to the- Karma, 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 Karma Chameleon. Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> That, that that's why i dedicated my show to the castagrandes they uh, well i mean the loud house did have don't you forget about me too so right they, right they've been making 80s references to songs i hope they still do that because i've loved that so much but yes let's yeah. let's get on the business because we have a big thing to talk about today with the loud house but, but there's a lot of news with the loud house so let's get started with some casa news So, get it. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> so, Sorry. Yes, yeah, so there's a big, big thing happening today talking about a big news announcement with The Loud House is that after the premiere of Grand Prairie Trap on Monday, we got a trailer for the first season five episode of The Loud House, which is going to be a one-hour special called Schooled, which is very, very exciting. We did not expect to get a trailer for season five this early or even see any clips from, from season five at all, but now we have the first look of the first episode of season five, which is Schooled, which is Lincoln first uh, day at middle school so nimbus uh how'd you feel about seeing this trailer are you excited for this first episode this big one hour special for the loud house season five? Oh, where do i begin okay like <laughs> like like i had a pretty good feeling we were gonna see something like this down the road but not this early yeah. like i was not expecting the special to be in september like a full hour special like like like, I mean, I had a feeling that they could have done something like this eventually. But, like, the, the initial thing I had in mind was, like, at the end of season four, it was supposed to be, like, Lincoln's birthday or something. And it was, like, a two-parter with, like, a Loud House episode and a Casa Grande's episode. So it kind of connects. But this is really good, too. Like, I mean, like, he's going to middle school. And there's just so much to take apart from it. Like... Like, first off, um, like, you know, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm just excited talk, no, thinking okay. about it. No, I'm so excited to talk about it too, man. It's so exciting. Right. Um, uh, the main thing I want to talk about uh, regarding my thoughts on the trailer is, um, like, we know uh, Chandler. Chandler's going to be in this special. Yeah. Right. I'm not ha looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sh I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. But, like, that that's kind of what, what I've been thinking about the most. Like, like, based on what we saw in the trailer, like, I have a feeling that Chandler's going to have a pretty prominent role in the special. Like, some kind of, like, like... Like, I know, like, you brought up Chandler in season five in the past. Like, uh, like, it, like you were like, oh, it makes sense. Like, Lincoln needs some kind of rival, but, like, you know. Like, you know. Yeah, because, like, in season three with uh, Jeers for Fears, they set up the whole thing with Chandler being a rival to Lincoln, and all of a sudden turning around and, and assuming we were gonna, he was going to be friends with Lincoln. But then when he came back in, uh, what was it, the episode? It wasn't out loud podcast with the yeah. Gus's Games Grub episode. Right. right. Yeah, there. And then also the one with Lana and Lincoln. It was like, oh, he's still just an antagonist now. But now that he's 
you know, becoming a prominent character as in Lincoln's class now. We've never seen Chandler Lincoln's class before. So now that he's present in his class, it's going to make for a very interesting dynamic for sure. Right, right. And that's what the main thing I've been thinking of. It's like, uh, like well, we know, I, I think at first Chandler is going to be a pretty antagonistic role, kind of. Like, but, um, he, like, when you, when you, like, later in, in the trailer, like, you saw the shots of, like, the teacher, whatever, that mysterious teacher, like, we didn't see her, their face, but there was, like, scratching on the chalkboard, yeah. you know? Right, and then we saw those big, like, um, eighth grade, I think they're in the eighth grade, but, but they're, like, gym, they're in the gym class, and they, like, smash a basketball, like we see Lincoln running through the locker hall, the hallway, like after that. So like, and then when we see a shot of like Lincoln, like sweating and fainting, like if you look closely at the background, Chandler seems just as nervous as Lincoln is. Like yeah. Chandler's sweating too. Like, like, I don't know if you saw that, but... Oh, no, I did, yeah. I'm looking at the trailer right now as a reference so I can remember stuff. I keep it on loop whenever I, I, I record so I can remember stuff. But, yeah, I'm looking at that part and just seeing Chandler even is just as scared as Lincoln. Like, they're really, like, building up middle school to be this really scary place, you know? Because, like, in Middlemen, right, right. they did emphasize that with Lynn and how she was bullied and stuff and alone... But even here, it's showing how how terrifying middle school can be, and that's very relatable, you know. Right, and it's all their their it's their first year like in the middle school. Like, like Lynn was always warning Lincoln about how things were gonna change, and like she was talking about her old friend from fifth grade, and then after they went to middle school, they kind of just stopped talking to each other, and um like. I like that. That's that's what I'm thinking about. Like right here. Like especially with Chandler. Like, like, like you got those big eighth grade bullies. Like, like try try trying to mess with Lincoln and then his friends and all that. And like, and like there's then there's the Canada boat. Like I don't know why Lincoln's going to Canada. Yeah. Like we're all like wondering. Wait, are they going on the field trip on the first day of school? <laughs> Because, like, do you ever go on a field trip or, like, the first or even the first week of school? Like, I don't know if this this whole special, like, takes place, like, during a bunch of days, like, you know, during certain days of school. Because you can't just go to the first school and be, for, like, first day of school and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to go on a field trip. And it's like, but it's your first day of school. <laughs> that is so weird, right, you know? Right, right. but, 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 like... And then again, like in that exact shot, you you see Lincoln's like running towards the bow, and he's like nervous. He's kind of like wait for me or something. Like, and all the other people that are getting on the bow, they're like taller and probably older. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know if like Clyde and Stella and all of them were were already on, but like, I, like I have no idea what they're gonna be doing in Canada. But, like, I feel like that's going to... Well, whatever they're doing in Canada, I feel like that's going to tie in to my current theory about what's going to go down. Like, um... Like, like, you, like... Like, you saw that shot with Chandler and Lincoln. Like, they're both sweating. Chandler looks just as scared as Lincoln. Like... 
And like, I feel like, like down the line, like well, when they're all in Canada, like Lincoln's in Canada, like we saw that shot of his, of like Clyde, Stella, Rusty, Zach, and Liam all in their winter outfits in, in yeah. Canada on a moose. Yeah. So like, that was such a cool shot. Like I was wondering what could be happening in that scene. And maybe, maybe when they think that Lincoln got left behind, they might go back to rescue him. Cause like, it seemed like the moose said taxi on it. So maybe that was like when they figure out that Lincoln was left behind in Canada so that they have to go back and get him, you know, and rescue him. Again. Right, right. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So so I feel like that, that that's definitely a part of it. Like, but then like you saw that big freaking boot in front. Uh, uh, the, you see a guy stomping in front of their the friends and like the moose. Like he just stomps on the ground like boom. Yeah. So I feel like Lincoln is probably in danger at, at that kind of point. Like, like I feel like what might have happened is like the uh, like those bullies, uh, like in in the gym class shot, uh, like that like they, they caught up to him somehow. And now, now he's in danger, and then, and then like his friends go to help him out, uh, but but then like, the this the, this is my main thing. This is the big thing I'm thinking of. Like, okay, so so hear me out on this. Like, okay. Chandler, I feel like Chandler is gonna be the one that saves Lincoln from those all those like older bullies. Like, uh, like maybe Lincoln's like uh, dunked into like freezing water or something. Then Chandler like stops the bullies and helps Lincoln out of the water, and he's and he's like, he kind of uh, apologizes for uh, acting that way around him, like all like he was doing in fifth grade. And like I feel that like I feel like I feel like yeah um I feel like with. Chandler being just as scared about everything that's going to be happening with the older kids and all that. He's just as scared as Lincoln is. And like, maybe like he realizes that, that he needs that kind of support because without it, he's kind of helpless. And his aggressive, smug kind of behavior is more of a facade but like you saw how ronnie ann was early in like season one yeah. like you know so i feel like it's that kind of thing and and then chandler what wants to like start over with lincoln and maybe they can and maybe and maybe they'd want maybe he'd want to like try and form a better relationship with him and clyde and his other friends and says so, so he can have like the kind of support he needs to survive middle school. Cause like Lincoln needs that, probably needs that exact same kind of support. Cause like, he's always been nervous about losing his friends. So like, yeah, that, that's my theory about it, but I could be wrong. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, I've been fighting for a channel redemption arc ever since years for fears, you know, where they set it up in the thinking we were going to get that redemption arc and it never happened. So if they yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that that's the that's the thing that got me thinking about it. Like, uh, like Jeers for Fears, uh, like Chandler was clearly, uh, he was clearly like, eh, you know, 
but you, you did pretty well out there. You're actually, maybe you're actually not that bad. And it's like, and it's like, but then they kind of just like stop. And then Chandler just kind of went back to his usual instincts. But then if you think about like jeers for fears, it was pretty clear that Chandler was actually Chandler and his friends like Trent and Richie, they were just as nervous about going into a haunted house as Lincoln and Clyde were, but that they were the ones who kind of ran off and then Lincoln and Clyde had to go do it all themselves. And then Chandler was like, well, uh, yeah, um, I hope I don't want you guys to talk to anyone about this, but you did pretty good. But, but like, yeah, I mean, I like, uh, like Chandler has his own insecurities. So like, I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. And like, I feel like him having that kind of redemption arc in school and then moving forward from there. I feel like that's what's going on right here. Uh, Cause he's clearly just as scared as Lincoln is, but like, but like, I feel like I'm just repeating uh, my arguments at this point. No. I just feel like that. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but like, I felt like, I felt like it was just repeating the same things. I was running out of things to say about it really. But yeah, that that's kind of the main thing I'm hoping for, but, but I could be wrong. Cause we've only seen like, a, we've only seen that much of what's going to happen. Yeah, like, I would be really happy if Chandler kind of turned over a new leaf. It was like, maybe I was wrong about, you know, teasing you for a while, and I actually think you're pretty cool and stuff. And maybe Chandler, like, I don't think he would become, like, part of Wicked's friend group, but he might just, like, become one of those friends, like, you know, like, maybe, like, a girl Jordan or, like, a... A girl Jordan, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Like a Becky in the Casa Grandes where, like, Lincoln knows Chandler is friendly with him, but they're not part of the friend group, you know? Like, that'd be pretty interesting, because, like, when you talk about how, like, Chandler, or even, like, with Ronnie, for example, Lincoln's had experience with bullying, but it hasn't been, like, serious, you know? It was more like a joke or set up as, like, oh, that could have been something, but now it just isn't, so with this, it's like, he's in middle school where 8th graders could really bully him, you know? And it could be real serious. Like, yeah, they could really... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, they could really mess with him and all that. Uh, like, they really make him feel insecure about all that. And then, like, maybe Chandler sees what he's going through. And since he's just as scared about it as he is, maybe they start to, like, connect through that kind of thing. Yeah, because, like, in middle like, in middlemen, you know, they thought that those older kids were going to, you know, beat them up. But in the end, they, they actually kind of liked them. And, you know... With that, it was like, oh, well, you know, happy ending stuff, but that's not realistic, you know? Those kids might have been chill with Lincoln and, and Clyde there, but not every kid is going to be like that, especially, like, older kids, you know, because they're very immature. Right, right. Yeah, and, like, and like uh, while I was, like, I was drawing, like, a, a sort of poster for, for, like, the school thing, like, something I had in mind, and I was looking for references for, like, those bullies I saw in that trailer, and I think I actually saw, like, I was looking for a reference for, like, Royal Woods Middle School. Like, I saw that top part of it. I think a couple of those same bullies that we saw in that trailer, they, they, I saw an image with them and a few other kids with Lynn. 
Like I saw something like that. So like, but like I don't know. Like maybe at the same time, if that's if those are the exact same characters, then like assuming Lynn is gonna be going to like high school or something. Yeah, like I don't is. know if she yeah, high just, school. Uh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. every character's moving up a grade, so she's going to high school. Right. Right, but but I didn't but I didn't know if she was in like seventh or eighth grade in seasons one to four. But like, but like if she's go, she was going to high school. Uh, like I think I saw those same bullies with her in that one image I saw. But but here in the school trailer, they're still in middle school and they're like picking on Lincoln and all that. So that that might have just been a coincidence. Like I don't yeah. know. They could, like, specify what, what grade they could be in. They're just, like, with Lynn. But, like, maybe they'll say something like, oh, like, we knew that you're, we knew you're Lynn, your sister Lynn Loud. But 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 now that she's not here, we could do exactly what we wanted to do with her with you. You know, they could threaten Lincoln by saying that. You know, that could be something that could happen. Where it's like, oh, your big sister Lynn isn't here to, to protect you anymore or something like that. I mean, I'm sure they won't go that far into that, but... That'd be kind of interesting if they did do that. If they like, if everybody's like, "Oh, you know, you're you're the uh, the brother of Lynn Loud," but now that now she's right, not here right. anymore, you know. Right, right, and, and, and with and since Lynn was going to high school, like Lincoln needs the support, needs the kind of support from his friends, like now more than ever. Like, yeah, because like I know. I don't know if it was you or someone else had said, like, you know, we saw Chandler in Lincoln's class in the trailer, but what if Lincoln's friends aren't in the same class as him in this scenario, you know? Like, maybe, I, well, yeah, I, yeah. I, oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, because I looked at a shot in the trailer. No, his friends are in the same class as him. Never mind. Yeah, I saw, I saw Clyde and his friends in the same class. Never mind. I mean, unless, right. unless it's, um, unless it's just one class and then, like, I know in elementary school you have every single class with each other, but maybe in middle school might be different. But again, we don't yeah. know yet, so. Right, right. Like middle school, you usually have a different teacher for multiple subjects. And like, same with high school. Like, like you start off in like a homeroom and then you go to like another classroom for a subject. And then for another class, you go to a gymnasium, a gym. Like, and there's a lunch break in between, like, that there's no recess in middle school, as far as I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe when I was in fifth grade, I might have had a recess, but, like, nothing like elementary yeah, school. I mean, in fifth grade, I had recess, too, but, like, I didn't have that in sixth grade and onward. Yeah, because, like, Lincoln, Lincoln went to elementary school, and in, uh, in their canon, elementary school is K to 5, but when I went to elementary school, elementary school for me was K to 4. Middle school for me was five to five to six, and then I went to junior high, which is now like middle school five to eight. But it was it was seven to eight for me, so it's like really confusing. Yeah, high like, school was like nine to twelve, like the usual. What was that? Uh, high school is nine to twelve. Was yeah. that was that what it was like? Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it was that was for me. Yeah, nine to twelve was was high school. Right. Right. And with that in mind, like, I'm thinking about, like, how Lincoln's going to be going to middle school. Then you've got Lucy, Lana, Lola, and Lisa still in elementary school. And then Lily's going to pre-K. Yeah. So, like, with Lincoln in middle school, I think in season five, Lucy's going to try and take on that kind of 
older sister role for Lana, Lola, Lisa, and Lily, since she's the oldest of the siblings that's still in elementary school. So, like, you know, that could be interesting to see. That would be, but that raises a question. So we know this special was one hour, so it's focused on, you know, Lincoln and middle school and stuff, but will we see the sisters in this episode and other, you know, scenarios, or you just think it's just going to be focused on Lincoln and his friends in middle school? I think it's going to be, like, primarily focused on Lincoln and his friends, but, but like, I think we'll also see Lynn like, like I think Lynn will be a, be a a pretty decent focus. Like, maybe not as big as Lincoln and his other friend and Clyde and the others, and probably Chandler. But like, I feel like Lynn, uh, like, like, like Lincoln talks to her about what he's going through in middle school, and she's like, she's just like, I told you so. Yeah. Things are very dangerous around here. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I've, I've warned you several times. Middle school is dangerous. And, you know, you have your group of friends, keep them with you, you know, stay safe and stuff like that. And because like, again, she like, you know, how in Friends of Dry Places, she warned him about, you know, his friend group splitting up and stuff. And even middle bed with her being bullied. She doesn't want the same thing for him to happen to him. Like it happened to her, you know, she's just trying to be a good right, sister, right. you know, yeah, yeah, but she's not going to be in middle school to help him out. She's going to be going to high school. Exactly. I mean, she has the experience, but she can't be there to fight his battles. He has to fight his own battles now, which I think would be really good for, you know, Lincoln character development, because Lincoln's my favorite character, and I was upset that season four didn't give him any attention other than two, two focus episodes that season. It wasn't his season. But starting out season five, with a, with a full-on hour special just focus on him and his friends at middle school, like, it's gonna make, like, make up for season four's lack of Lincoln, because there's just so much potential right, you right. could have with this, with him maturing in middle school and learning to fight his own battles, and even if, like, he can't, he still has his friends by his side, because his friend group means so much to him, like, in, you know, Friends of Drive Places, he, he says how... He sees his friends as like siblings, like his other siblings, family, yeah. which is so sweet to see that. So, you know, here I, I think it'll be like, yeah, we get to see more of them together, but kind of see how maybe the friend group could split up with like how they don't like middle school, how there are different classes, how they can handle this environment. Because it's just it's just going to be such a game changer, you know, it's just crazy to think about. Right, right. The trailer itself said everything was going to change, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, we already knew and that like, with Season 5, but just the fact that we've seen something from Season 5 and just know that big changes are coming is just crazy, you know? Right, right. Okay, and that that's, like, pretty much the main thing I've been thinking about. Like, because, like, you've got Lincoln, like, you've got Chandler, they're both really nervous about it, and then you've got the other friends, Clyde, Stella, you know, and then Lynn's probably gonna try to, like, Lynn's been warning him, and then, like, uh, this probably isn't gonna be in the special, like, not in school specifically, but probably throughout season five. You're gonna have Lucy. She she has to take on the big sister role for her younger sisters. Like you know, yeah, it's just really interesting to think about. You know. Yeah, there's just like so much potential with the season, and 
already again uh, like starting off with this special because I thought that the first episode of season five was gonna be Lori leaving for college because you know with the uh with the last episode uh with her getting her new car they set up the ending where she's like it's just for the summer that was like okay that's where they're gonna start and then they're gonna end with season five and Lori's going off to college but no they're starting with Lincoln in middle school which I think is a great idea honestly because. We don't know how, when Lori's gonna be leaving, and you know how emotional it's gonna be, because they have to, they have to make, they have to make that like the the emotional core of that entire season is her going off to college, because it's gonna be very sad and heartbreaking. Although I have some questionable doubts about how emotional it'll be because of 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 Coop dreams and how it's like, oh, maybe she'll come to visit on the weekends. We already know she's actually leaving for good, so like right, we don't right, know I'm, yet. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. the that. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Like, like you've got like Coop dreams. Like, uh, like Lynn Senior, he brought he asked her if she'd be coming to visit on weekends. So like, I think that would be a pretty good way to like have Lori like obviously be in college. Like she'd still be in the house for like situations where it might be convenient for the episode. Like you know. Like she comes, like she comes to visit on the weekends, and you know, but the, but then like when she's not coming to visit, you've still got Lenny being the oldest sibling, still in the house and like not in college, so she's gonna have to take on the role of the oldest sister. Yeah, and but, she's, yeah. I think she's gonna, I think she's gonna be nervous about how to fill in Lori's shoes, but maybe she eventually realized she doesn't have to fill them in exactly, like you know. Yeah, and I think most of us really do want a uh, a Letty version of No Guts No Glory where she takes her, she tries out taking on the leader role, and she eventually, like, she does, but then she goes too far, but then she realizes she, sh she shouldn't be exactly like Lori was when she was in charge of the, of the sibling. She should just be herself and just, just try to just not be just like Lori, you know? That's what I'm thinking might happen. Right, right. That's another thing. I would, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Like maybe Lenny ends up being like way too aggressive about it, like Lori was in season one. Like you know, like obviously in later seasons she got more lax and like chill about it. But like you know, yeah, that's pretty much the main thing. Yeah. So uh, any other final thoughts on this on the tra a trailer for Schooled? Um, I do not know, actually. It's just such a big thing that's going to be happening next month that I'm not even sure if I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm not ready, because, like, I've got so many fandoms in September, like, coming up with new episodes and stuff, and, like, even today, they just announced DuckTales, the new episodes coming out, like, next month, too, and then, like, they're gonna have that one hour special. Like the thing is, Loud House is having a one hour special. Ducktales with the Darkwing Duck episodes gonna be a one hour special. Like I don't know how I'm gonna be able to handle all of this at once. You know, it's just so right, much. Right, and then like Glitch Text is getting more episodes soon. Yes. Tilda season two is gonna be coming out next, like in the fall. Like I don't know if it's next month or so or a bit later, but it's gonna be happening. Yeah, it's Ponies premiering new episodes. I think next week after the Casa Grandes, but yeah, this is this is right, like I, it's gonna be like later in the month. Yeah, so. I even got Simpsons season thirty-two to look forward to at the end of September. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> There's just so much to look forward to in the fall. It's crazy, but yeah, like I'm really excited for the special. It's just 
I couldn't believe we got this trailer so early. I mean, I, 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 get, I guess not early because next month, but it's like, we didn't expect to get, like, the minute that the Casa Grande's first episode of this week ended. That was just, it was just a great surprise, like... Oh, and, and like on that on that note, actually, yeah. uh, like like you saw uh like you saw that one of uh, image where like the guy was editing uh, like a clip of Lincoln yes. in his new winter outfit and he's like in the snow and all that, right? Yes. Like yes. I think that's in school. Like I think that's something that's gonna be in school because like it's Canada. Yeah, because they're actually and like you saw a lot. No. Yeah, because there is a shot in the school trailer where he is wearing that winter outfit and is riding a moose. So I think that is from this episode. Because we we were right. all like, wait, this is from the second episode of season five. So it's like, oh, sec second episode will be like a winter special. But now that they said this is a one hour special, it's part two of a part one of the special. So I guess in right. part two, that's when they go on the field trip to Canada. So that makes sense. Yeah, that might be it, yeah. So, yeah, so... So, yes, there's the Season 5 trailer for School is Out. Make sure you go watch it. I'll link it in the description, but everybody needs to go see it because this September, which we all guess is probably going to be coming out Labor Day, which is September 7th, which, you know, because that's a holiday, and, and that, that seems like the best time for the, for the uh, special to come out. So, yes, the School special is coming out next month in September. It's very exciting, Season 5. All the characters are aging up. Like, it's going to middle school. It's, a, it's going to be crazy it's gonna it's gonna change the loud house forever honestly it's just it's so exciting i i do not know what to expect like at all i don't uh, either i really don't <laughs> there's gonna be so much to talk about when that special comes out like i'm gonna probably it's probably gonna, i probably i'm gonna have to do like a separate show on that special because there's gonna just be so much to talk about when that comes right. out <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was a lot of excitement to talk about that trailer. It's so exciting. But uh, sadly, we don't have a lot of other news to talk about with The Loud House or The Castagrandes because The Castagrandes just premiered new episodes, and that's what we're here to talk about. And a lot of news isn't out for The Loud House because it's still on hiatus until September. But the, the last, uh, well, the second to last piece of news I have for this week is that the Many Faces of Wicked Loud comic just came out, uh, I think, two days ago. Have you read this comic yet? Um, I, I actually like haven't gotten a chance to buy and read any of the comics, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But like, but, but like I've seen, uh, I've seen you talk about it, and like it doesn't actually focus that much on Lincoln. So I was like, no. wait, why, why call the many faces of Lincoln loud then? <laughs> uh, I made a joke about this on on Discord, and I posted on Twitter where you know you have the the cover with Lincoln, a savvy Warren, and uh, what was the other one? It was like Detective Lincoln. I crossed off Warren and Detective Lincoln because they're not even in the comic. <laughs> Those two well, I, identities I are not in the comic whatsoever. And the comic, they had Lincoln's gang in there with Stella, Liam, Zach, and, and Rusty. But only Clyde shows up. So I, I feel like oh. this comic either got delayed, like cut, or something. Because there's a lot of stuff missing that should have been in this comic but wasn't. Because the stories are shorter, but they're longer, but they're reused stories. There's three of them that are reused from the Subway comics that were released with Subway last year. I mean, it's nice to get, a, a, and, and another one was the Halloween comic that was exclusive to Paper Cuts for Free Comic Day, I believe. But that's it. It's like, there's like a Lenny story, there's a Lucy story, there's a family story that's kind of like an Ace Savvy sort of thing, but it's not really. It's like they're, they're dressed as ninjas. It's 
honestly a very disappointing comic. I I mean, I I would recommend people get it for their collections if you want to. I'm getting I'm getting a cover any uh, a hard co- I'm, I'm getting a hard cover anyway, but it's right. very very disappointing. It's not that good. It it doesn't have a lot of stuff for it, and I don't want to be negative about a, a comic, but the ones these this year haven't really been that great. Like I wasn't a fan of Ultimate Hangouts. I thought that one was kind of disappointing too. It was okay. I liked Lincoln his friends hanging out and. You know, but the Lynn Senior like Lincoln story was kind of all over the place, and the sisters were kind of brushed aside for a side plot. It was like meh, but this one was really, really disappointing. I I, I really did right. not enjoy it whatsoever, and that's sad to think. Right. My 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 set my least favorite comic from this far before this one was the second comic. Because the second comic, I felt like, had reused stories from the first issue that didn't make it to the first issue. This one just felt like, we have no place to put these these comics, so let's just put it in this one. Can we just rename this? Nah, we already got the cover all set. We can't rename it now. <laughs> it just felt right. like a last-minute issue, and it's kind of sad to think about, honestly, because... Yeah, like, I, and like if, you're, if you're a big Lincoln Loud fan, and he's like your favorite character, and you need... More to see more of him. This is just wait for school, man. Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln's my boy, and I was really, really excited about this. And I talked to Jeff Whitman, who's an editor at Paper Cuts, about this, and I told him how excited I was for this comic because it was focused on Lincoln. But then when he told me it was like, oh, it's not just focused on Lincoln; it's also focused on the family. I was like, but isn't it called the Many Faces of Lincoln Loud? You know, and so it was yeah, like, it's... here's the Sam comic for no reason why i don't know it's like i love sam but why is she here why is she ever a focus comic in a in a comic called many faces looking loud it was uh, yeah it's just like it's just like man you just gonna do my boy lincoln dirty like that seriously <laughs> seriously it was just like it's like okay we get it season four did the same thing to him we don't need a comic to prove that lincoln doesn't have enough going for him right now but it's like season five we got school that's all that matters so hopefully once season five is around we get we get a redemption arc from this comic because yeah i'm i'm severely disappointed in this honestly like i don't want to say that because i know i know the people paper cuts are listening to me and i'm like i'm sorry guys but this was such I, a waste <laughs> you know you, you... like like i like i like how did the other loud siblings have been getting more of a focus? Like they've been getting their own episodes. Yeah. Like you see Lenny and Lucy with their own whole friend groups. Like you've got Lenny with Fiona, Miguel, Jackie, and Mandy. And then Lucy's got Haiku, Persephone, Dante, Morpheus, and uh, the other guy. But, but like at the end of the day, Lincoln's the main, main character. And I feel like we, we did, we should just be getting, like more of him like especially in season five like you know yeah because like without aging up the characters i feel like lincoln would still be in the background because like season four again was like let's do more sister stories lincoln oh yeah right he's still the main character it's like let's give him two focus episodes but now that he's going to middle school and Lori, you know she's gonna be kind of not as present as she would be in other seasons it's like now we can finally get back to focusing on lincoln again and i said this before 
in um in the last episode I talked about like predictions for season five. I uh, someone said that like this and I, I said too. I really want them to just focus on the Lao family this time and not give like right. focus to their friend group or friends or in general. Like I like a Stella episode. I like a Liam episode. That's fine. But for this season, no, we really need to just focus on the main characters and what their roles are going to be in season five because we just don't have time for another Stella episode. Even though I like that character, it's like. We just need to focus on the Lows this time, you know. If, we're, if there's a right, season six, right. you could give them, you could give the side character focus episodes again. But like, I know there's a flip like, episode. I'm, uh, yeah, I know there's a flip episode. And I'm so disappointed. But hey, what can you do? But you know, right. It's just. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah, I feel like season six is going to happen since the Lows House is just that popular, and Nickelodeon is seeing Lincoln as more of a potential like mascot, like SpongeBob kind of. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah, so, but back to the comics. So, yeah, you could still, you could pick up your copy of Many Faces Lincoln Loud is out now. I mean, again, if you're a Lincoln Loud fan, don't be fooled by the cover. It's not that, it's not true. It's not a Lincoln-focused comic. But if you want it for your collection, go get it. I, I do recommend the comics because I love them. But, yeah, this one was severely disappointing to me as a Lincoln fan. And Paper Cuts, if you're out there listening, don't ever fool me like that again. Don't ever do that Don't to do me. it like that. I already went through this with Relative Chaos. I don't need another Relative Chaos situation. Right. Uh, and then uh, other comic news, just to brief, brief through this quickly, is that there is going to be the Loud House Free Comic Day co comic coming out on August 19th. So if you live near a comic store... On August 19th, there will be a free comic for the Loud House, which also features the Casa Grandes. And sadly, I don't live near a comic store, so if somebody could get a copy of this for me and like post it online or send it to me, please do, because it has the Casa Grandes in it, and you know how much I love the Casa Grandes. So please get me a copy of this or something, because I can't get one myself. And they don't sell them online, they're just like, they hand them out at comic stores. So I hope somebody at least gets a, gets a, co a copy of this and posted on live for everybody to see you know right yep so that's all the comic news and the last piece of news for this week for the loud house or even the casa grandes for most of the loud house is that we have youtube updates from the loud house and the casa grandes youtube page so there's not a lot of updates as i last talked about them so the only three updates we had so far on the youtube page was clicking mcleod's best moments together which was a compilation of Quake of the Cloud, which, I mean, we already had the compilation like this, but, you know, I guess we could get another right. one. Um, then a clip from Instagram, Pop Pop has a new girlfriend. And finally, we have the last of the List Out Loud Season 3 podcast posted with Wan Teaches Comedy with her crush, Betty, which was the last episode of Season 3. Um, so, I wanted to ask you, do you enjoy the content that the Loud House and the Casa Grande's YouTube page uploads? Um... Oh, it's hard to say, really. Like, uh, I only, like, I like, I've only really watched, like, um, uh, like, like when they put out those new shorts with, like, with, like Lisa, with Lisa's robots with that sitcom. Like, that, that's that's one of the main kind of things I watch, really. And then there's also like the Listen Out Loud podcasts and the Familia Sounds. Like, that that's the kind of stuff I usually will look at. I like the the clips from like uh, episodes that already exist. I I don't really watch those, but like it, it, it's good that they're there. Like you know, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I also forgot that, like, the Nickelodeon YouTube page posted a um, a thing for the Casagrandes. It was, like, the top ten, like, secrets from the Casagrandes, which are all, like, lies. Right. But my favorite one, of course, was number three. Roddy is a huge romantic, and they had a clip from Horoscope. And I'm like, you right. know... You know, after this week, and Rodian has a diary, and she keeps secrets, I don't think that's too far off, you know? <laughs> I don't think that's too right. far off. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a minute. So, that's all the news this week for the Loud House and the Casagrandes, because again, there's not a lot of news, but of course, the big thing was the Season 5 trailer for Schooled. So, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about all the brand new episodes of the Casagrandes that premiered this week, which are Grand Pair Trap, Misstep, Who's Shopping for Dinner, and New Roomie, when we come back. <laughs> City with my big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter and mucho amor. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays, they're all fun days when you're with the Casa Grande. Mucha vida. Casa Grande. Bienvenida. Casa Grande. Mucha risa. Casa Grande. All familia. Train. The city sounds that fill my brain. Hitting the street and grabbing my board. It's a big city, so much to explore. Hanging on the block, skating at the park. It's totally fun from dawn till dark. Mercado below me, amiga above. Our Casa Grande is full of love. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. to talk about the brand new episodes of the Casa Grandes that premiered this week, which are Grand Pair Trap, Misstep, Who's Shopping for Dinner, and New Roomie. So let's talk about the first episode, which is Grand Pair Trap. Roddy Ann thinks her grandparents' marriage is in trouble after watching our relationship talk show. So everybody out there knows when this episode first was announced, I had so many speculations. I was so worried about this episode and had so much potential. But, as my guest, Nimbus, I'd like you to go first on this episode. What did you think of Grandparent Trap? Right. Well, um, it was about what I expected. Like, I mean, like, I had a pretty good feeling that, uh, that, uh, that, like, Rosa and Hector, like, they weren't actually going to get divorced. And, like, uh, like, I mean, it was about, uh, I don't really have much to say. Like, I, I knew, I, I just... It was just about what I expected it was gonna be, but but I mean you do have like Carl in a ninja suit, so like that was pretty cool if anything. But like, you know, it was about it was all right. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad episode. Uh, so I have a lot of thoughts on Grandpa Trap. A lot of right, it yeah, very yeah. negative, honestly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you were disappointed, weren't you? <laughs> what was that? Oh, uh, yeah. I was very, very disappointed in this episode because there was so much potential with this premise. And the idea that Roddy Ann was worried that her grandparents were going to split up was like, okay, Roddy Ann, you have parents who are split up. You should know how to handle this or deal with this, you know? 
you've you've referenced it before in the show. You it's literally established that your parents are split up, and the only thing that really drives Roddy in to think this is because a talk show is like, here are all the warning signs that that two people are you're gonna split up. They're fighting, they're bickering, and all this stuff. And it's like, you know. I had predict- predicted the ending as well, where it was just going to be like, oh, Ronnie and we're not going to divorce. It's just the way we act around each other. You know, we, we bicker. That's okay. It's normal. But there should have been some sort of other driving force than just the TV show. Because again, Ronnie could have said like, oh, I know what it's like to have divorced parents. Or it's like, oh, I know what a divorce is like. It's like, you know, the Casa Grandes is consistent with their continuity. And I kind of wish they could have referenced that or, like, Rodney could have mentioned it on the side. You know, I kind of, I would have been upset if it was just mentioned on the side. But, hey, at least it's mentioned, you know? Like, instead of just forgetting, that's kind of, like, something that she's dealt with her entire life, you know? Even though maybe she could have been keeping a secret that she really was more worried that they'll split up because of her parents. But it should have been more prominent than just, like, oh, the TV show is telling us that they're going to break up. And... I felt like this episode had a lot of padding. There was too much time spent with, like, them getting Rose and Hector together. Carl in the ninja suit, honestly, was one of the most, like, disappointing and unnecessary scenes we needed. Because we really didn't need oh. that scene. I thought it was a waste, you know? I, I, it was funny, but, right. like, it was kind of like we really didn't need that. And then... Right. It felt like it was just kind of there to set out the thing where, like, Hector's, like... Oh, I was actually just trying to save the tamales, yeah. and then Rosa just storms off, kind of just yeah. irritated. Yeah, and like but, then, you know, no, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I was kind of expect. I it was kind of easy to predict the ending, but like, but like the whole thing, I felt like it just kind of happened. Well, like I mean, yeah. Cause I was like gonna... I don't really know what to say about it. Like it just kind of happened. Yeah, because like. They, like, Rodney was trying to figure out what to do to get them back together. Then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, the talk show. The whole reason that you thought that they were going to divorce, you forgot about it until, like, the end. It was like, why did I think this before? We should have had them on the talk show. Wasn't that the whole reason that you thought they were going to divorce in the first place? <laughs> was you got warnings well, from the talk show? just as easily just uh, call, talked, called uh, a card. I've Carmita, like I forgot her name, honestly. It was Carmita, so. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was something like that, and then um, uh, like um, uh, like like I don't know, like Ronnie ain't gonna just call her and had uh, Rosa and Hector like be on the show so they could like talk about problems, but but then like um, at the same time, it's also just like. Wow, you're you're really just gonna forget what happened with Maria and Arturo, like yeah, and like when they get on the show, Ronnie and the cousins are like telling them to pretend it's a play, and I'm like, why do you need to pretend it's a play? You clearly right, have- right, right. I mean, like I I feel like uh like like I I feel like it was just kind of. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, really. It was just, it was just, as an episode, it was just kind of meh, you know? Yeah, because, like, even at the end, like, Rodney was like, oh, I know two people who could handle, like, or could be talking about their relationship. It was, like, again, Sergio and Priscilla, which is, like, an ongoing thing. And it's like, 
we really didn't need that either. <laughs> like, I, I honestly right. don't. That's more, that's more of a, a gag, like compared to the situation with Maria and Arturo, like, uh, like the the Sergio and Chris Gilla. No, that, that, but but like that thing is more of a gag kind of. Yeah, like. I like it. it was just kind of there like just to be there like just for a funny ending like like i kind of get it like you want the kids to laugh but but i mean i don't know i don't know yeah because i i just i feel like they just don't want to touch upon maria and arturo's divorce because they feel like it's not significant or important but in operation dad yeah, probably, no go ahead sorry probably waiting probably waiting till season two if anything but or maybe late in season one i don't know yeah, but like when I wa when I rewatched, you know, Friended, I was watching Friended on, on Nick and they you know, they show the part where Roddy was talking about how their par how her parents are divorced and you see how like she's trying to put on a straight face is like, Oh, it's not a big deal, but clearly you see how hurt she is by it. And it was like super recent that yeah. he left for two years, then Operation Dad it was like, Oh no, no, I don't want you guys to get back together. Cause like something happened between Maria and Arturo that caused some drift between them and even Roddy and denying the fact that they should get back together or something. And I kind of wish they could have had that driving force where maybe Roddy was like, you know, I couldn't get my parents back together. So I want my grandparents to stay together because if they've divorced, I've like, I've messed up my entire family that way. And I wish you could have gotten something yeah. like that instead of just, Oh, the talk show, they're going to divorce. And it's like, but you have a fam, you have two parents who are divorced in the show already. You could have connected that in some sort of way, but you know, I'm not. Yeah. Like, also the whole thing with her being nervous about being in a relationship with Lincoln, as we saw in yeah. Uh, horoscope. Yeah. Like, like she has like real issues with relationships. And I've connected that with her fear of Lincoln like having feelings for Lincoln because of her parents being divorced. And I wish that could have been another thing with this as well. Cause like divorce is a huge like issue with her. Cause again, her parents are divorced. It's kind of rubbed her the wrong way on romance and having feelings for other people. And even with her grandparents divorcing, that could have affected her even more. So I wish that there could have been more of a driving force of that than just, Oh, here's all the warning signs that they're going to, you know, divorce. And it's like, Maybe Arturo right. Maria did all the stuff, bickering, fighting on the couch and stuff, but they didn't do that. They didn't connect that. They were just like, okay, well, the talk show convinced Roddy in that they're going to divorce. So it's like, all right. And like they, like they played off the bickering as just a thing they normally do as a couple. Like bicker, they they played off bickering as a normal thing for them. But, but like, it's not always normal. Like, obviously something happened with arturo and maria there was obviously a situation that caused tension between them and they split up because of that like bickering isn't always a normal thing like you know yeah like i knew at the end they're just gonna be like oh ha ha we were just we, we were just back bickering ronnie and it's not a big deal it's just something we do and it's like we know rose and hector love each other already so them divorcing really didn't feel like it was going to happen. Although, when I watched the talk show and all the people in the audience thought they should break up, I was like, oh, well, I didn't know they were going to side with that. Like, that was a, that surprised me. But then it was like, oh, we're not going to divorce. You know, it's like, yeah, we all saw that coming. But, you know, I call this right. episode the missed opportunity episode because there's just so much they could have done with this episode that they wasted time on other stuff and put in too much, 
you know, stuff that really wasn't necessary to the plot and it could have connected it in some way, but again, I'm not a writer on the show, so, you know, whatever, but right. it just... I generally, I feel like the episode just kind of came and went. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to revisit this episode again, because it just, it's like Operation, like, I should learn for Operation Dad to not have high expectations from episodes again, because right. it always seems right. like I'm going to have, like, there's, like, a great premise, and then they do nothing with it, you know, it's just like, yeah, I need to learn from my past mistakes. <laughs> and then the later episodes, they actually had, like, basic premises and ended up being pleasantly surprising, but, like, that's for later. Yeah, that's for later, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, any other other final thoughts on grandparent trap um not much that i haven't said already like it just like i said it just came and went you know yeah i don't know yeah it's 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 definitely not what i'm gonna revisit but i mean it's not it's not a bad episode it's just yeah, it's not a bad episode at all it's, it's like a typical like run in the mill loud house or casa grande's episode you know yeah all right so let's move on to the next episode which is misstep Roddy and Lurs, the art of Bale Focolico, which I'm going to pronounce that incorrectly, but her, but she learns her Glory Tia. Thank you, but her, but she learns her Tia Frida is a really like intense instructor. So, um, what did you think of this episode, Misstep? Oh, I liked it. Like, it was a pretty fun one. Um, like, I'm trying to think because, like, uh, there were definitely some things. I liked about it. Like, especially the ending. Like, and like at the end, like they had Arturo there and like, yes. Like they didn't have to have Arturo there, but they did. And Bobby was crying in the audience. Oh, like, yeah, that was so sweet. The fact that they remembered, okay, so Arturo, we haven't seen in such a long time. And it was like, you know, I've had this complaint with Arturo where if you're going to bring Arturo to the city, why do you keep not utilizing him in episodes? You just bring him from two like, episodes. Like the last time we the last time we saw him until now was like uh this bird is free whatever that episode was called this bird, this bird is flown yeah like he, he was in that episode yeah so like as you see him in, it was nice to see him in the audience it's like oh hey we remember our Charo as a character <laughs> you know so that was nice and bobby crying in the audience was really nice too but anyway go ahead i apologize <laughs> um Oh, all right. Well, like another thing I liked about the episode well, was like, like you saw, like you like the beginning, of, like Carlota supposedly getting a limb broken, like an arm, like her 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 elbow like broken or something, and she was saying she couldn't dance. Yes. And then like Ronnie and uh, decided to take her place with uh, Tia Frida. But then later on, it turned out that. Carlota had made it up because she was getting wary of Frida's teaching methods just as much as Ronnie Ann was. So, like, that threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. That surprised me. I didn't think she was faking, but when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, like, the Casa Grande surprised me. <laughs> so that was a great right. twist. Right, yeah, I like that, because... Because, like, it was, it would allow, like, Ronnie Ann and Carlota, like, it allowed Ronnie Ann to, like, know that she wasn't alone on that kind of thing. And, like, Carlota, like, clearly just wanted to do her own kind of thing. Like, she was more of a, I gotta know. But, but, and so then they had to, like, uh, fake Ronnie Ann breaking one of her own limbs so she would, could get out of teaching. And then, like, Maria, she used to be a dancer. 
and like in that same book that we saw young maria there was a photo of young maria first off yes as i love seeing that of uh, seeing younger maria which was really really great because i love when they get we get to see more casa grande's lore with the family right right and and another thing with that casa grande's lore like like ronnie ann uh, she was like she, she was she saw that like skull dress and she was really interested in it but then tia frida she was she was like oh that that dress was worn by her uh cousin or something i forgot exactly what it was she but she was like she's was, a rebel we, it was uh, her cousin who was a rebel we don't like to talk about her <laughs> we don't talk about her yeah so it was interesting to see that kind of lore too so yeah like um yeah i like that aspect of it uh, I, I thought it was kind of interesting when they just casually brought up another relative that we've never seen before. And then she's just like, we don't talk about her. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, uh, like Carlota, when she showed the photo of uh, Maria, there's a, it says Casa Grande family on, and there's a bunch of random pictures there. So there's still people from the Casa Grande's family who we haven't seen before or know about. Yeah, Cause like in, um, in, uh, what was it? Uh, the episode where, uh, uh, Hector goes to school with Roddy and, and Carl. Um, I'm forgetting the name now. <laughs> a senior class. He talks about his family tree and even set up the, um, the, pa- the Pachavia for season two. They're supposed to be looking for Pachavia's lost gold. And he said he had a relative who worked with Pachavia. So they've been setting up like the Casa Grande's family war. So I'm really, I'm really interested to see what else they do with the Casa Grande family. Like if we get to see more of their relatives or know about their history and stuff like that. So it's nice yeah. when we get like glimpses of that here and there because with the Loud House we don't know anything about like Lynn Senior or Rita's family, you know. So with the Casagrande, except Pop Pop, Pop Pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then again, you know what happened with us? Like his voice actor, he, he recently passed away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, with that, it's like, we don't know any other extended family with the Louds, but with the Casagrandes, they seem to be building up a bigger and bigger extended family for the Casagrandes, which makes sense, because the Casagrandes are a big family and stuff, but... The Casagrandes, exactly, yeah. Exactly, they're Casagrandes, so if we get to see more of their extended family or learn more about them, it would be very interesting, because, like, here, like, Ronnie and learning a, a traditional dance that their whole family's been doing for years, like, down the line, so it's really cool that they keep building and building some kind of lore with this family you know right and like another thing about it like the the dress she ended up wearing was Tia Frida's first dress that she wore when she was about Ronnie Ann's age yes. like, like the... so like that was pretty cool too yeah because when I first saw the dress in the trailer I thought it was going to be a custom made dress that she that they had like sewn for Ronnie Ann to wear but it was nice to see that it was like handed down from her to from Frida to her, which I thought was really nice. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, just that kind of like family lineage, and and that shot with like Ronnie Ann looking at her familia board in her room, and she talks about how she doesn't want to let her family down. That was sweet. Like, yes, I love that. I love that little shot because, like, you know, with the familia board. We only were really seeing the background and never in like the foreground or focus in into a shot. So like the fact that she was looking at her board and saying how she doesn't want to let her familia down was like really, really sweet because like 
again, how important family is to her. So having, like, you know, because the, the board symbolizes her familia, but she never really, like, pays attention to it or is in focus with that. So the fact that it had some sort of significance to that scene really emphasized how important family is to her. Plus, the heart is still there. The yes. heart. <laughs> I always have to point that out to people, you know, like... Again, like I always say, like, you know, they could have gotten rid of that. They could have, like, ripped it off the board or not, like, re remembered that the heart is there. But remember, folks, on our familiar board, the heart is there and always is there. Every single Casa Grande episode is always on the board. So don't forget that. <laughs> That's kind of important. Right, right. Like, I think, I th and I think the reason the heart is there on the familia board is, like, Lincoln, Lincoln's not, like, actually part of the Casa Grande's family or anything. Like, he's in the Loud family. Like, but, but then, like, I think the reason Ronnie Ann, like, still has that heart with her and Lincoln there on the, on the familia board is, like, like she, 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 like, Lincoln was the whole reason she was able to, like, open up and talk more about her feelings and connect more with her family, just like Lincoln was always able to connect with his sisters, like, you know? Yeah, like, I, like, to me, I say that Lincoln is part of the Casagrande family, or even Lori, for that matter, because they they know the Casagrandes more than the Louds do. I mean, they, they've visited them from the city slickers and just been around their presence. I like to say right. they yeah. are part of the family, but not, like, you know, super poor. Like, in Relative Chaos, when you see that shot of all of them, like, seeing Ronnie and seeing her group for the first time, they're all, like, gathered together. You see Lori and Lincoln in that shot. So that always, to me, yeah. symbolizes how important they are to the family. Because, you know, Lori's dating Bobby, but Lincoln and Ronnie and are super close. And, you know, I've always said that, like, I love that Ronnie and mentions how Sid's helped her in the city and helped change her life for the better. But I still wish they would acknowledge that Lincoln's kind of been the first person that came into her life and helped her be a better person before Sid came in. Sid just helped her a lot more with adjusting the city life and, and being a better friend to someone yeah. like, like Lincoln was. But, you know, again... Yeah, like, I no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the main thing with, like, Sid, like, compared to Lincoln was, like, Ronnie Ann didn't really have, like, like really close friends in the city aside from like Casey, Samir, and Nikki. But then like Sid came into the picture and they had a lot of like uh, interests and hobbies in common and they were able to like really connect because of that. And like it helped Ronnie Ann feel less lonely in the city, but because of that, and that was why she brought Sid up in the episode where Bobby was lonely too and he wanted to make friends and he eventually made friends with Parr. So like Yeah. Then with like Lincoln, like she she's he was the first person that came to Ronnie Ann and helped her be a better person. Like like what I feel like I feel like without Lincoln and his help, Ronnie Ann wouldn't be like as nice and understanding about this kind of thing as she is now. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, you know, it, it is, it's just nice that, like, with the familiar board, again, like, they could have forgotten about that or just, again, ripped the heart off or just something with that. But, again, the fact that it's still there and it still symbolizes her family, the p important people in her life, again, like, 
you know, because she could have been like, oh, well, I don't like him that way and got rid of it, but still there, you know, so it symbolizes again how important Lincoln is to her, even if she's, the thing is, I feel like she doesn't want to admit it, you know, <laughs> she, she's so right, bad right. at admitting stuff, of course, with these episodes, she's keeping secrets, I think she's, she's like, uh, trying not to admit it because she doesn't want to have feelings for him, so, She's like, oh, well, I, I know Lincoln's super important to me, but trying to say it without coming off the wrong way would be, like, scary to her because she, she doesn't want Lincoln to think the, the wrong thing, you know, with that. But right, right. it's hard to say because they just never acknowledge it. So, you know. I think, I think it's going to be a bit longer before they actually start, like, canonically dating because, like, there's a lot of signs pointing, to pointing towards it, but I don't, think that, I don't think she's ready for that kind of thing yet. And Lincoln... Yeah fans that just likes hanging out with her like as she is like well, you know I mean, you know with my head kid with, with horoscopes i think lincoln does have feelings for her because again like oh yeah yeah stuff, obviously because like again you bring an egg to show her and it's like why you still have that you bring it to the city and then like the way he looks yeah. at her the way he cares about her and the way he's like oh i miss yeah. you and stuff he has more feelings for her than she does and i really want yeah. her to like you know her feelings need to develop more before stuff happens with them so like if they do have right and i mean like, he got dressed in a suit and he like he, he and he had the freaking ring and all that but like i think he saw how scared i think like he was going to ask her to be his girlfriend but then like he saw how nervous she was about it and he decided to make it make it just like well i guess i could just make it a magic trick yeah i've got two extra right what? I'm, 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 what i'm i'm not that bad at magic <laughs> you know like i feel like again he does have feelings for her but like the way that she acts sometimes especially in that episode i think he just wanted to keep it to himself because like you know, even with him saying, like, oh, my, I have a friend who has a crush on a girl and stuff. You could have just said Rusty. You didn't have to say my friend in quotation marks. Right, you know? right. I think, yeah, I think he's trying to hide, like, his true feelings, too, because, like, he doesn't want Ronnie Ann to be really nervous about it. Because, like, I'm assuming... Like, uh, she's talked to him about Arturo, because, like, they, like, video chat a lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, even Sid, like, in that episode, when we're going off topic, but, like, even, even Sid in that episode, like, when she says, like, oh, I thought you guys were just buds, I still think that she had asked Roddy and if her and Lincoln were dating. Because if she was like, oh, I thought you guys were just friends, she probably had to ask sometime if they were, like, a thing or she liked him or something. You know, because right. like Roddy had had to say, oh, oh, we're just friends. We're just we're just buddies and stuff. And that was just like, you know, Sid going along with that, you know, because as much as I still hate the fact that they, they kind of unsupported Sid Roddy can ship her. I'm still like, I want that to happen if Roddy finally gets feelings for him and she's like on board with that and stuff. But, you know, like right. I, I still have like really big Ronnie can fans. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, but, like, any, but like, either way, we're, we're kind of getting off topic. So like, let's just get back to the subject. Yeah, we'll talk about like, that after a new episode. Okay, but like, in, in, in misstep, misstep like, yeah. you were talking about, you were talking about Ronnie Ann keeping secrets and there was yeah. like that shot with Carl, uh, uh, like Carl riding around on her skateboard and all that, taking a selfie with her phone. And then he's got her diary and brings up Yoon Kwan. 
Okay, so you know that 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 preview came out before the episode came out, and it's like, oh yeah, here's the misstep uh, promo promo. It's like great, and then so it's like, oh, I gotta finish reading your diary anyway. I just got to the part about you, Quad. Oh, this is PG thirteen, and the minute I right. heard that, I had really angry about it. The minute I heard that diary, you, Quad, PG thirteen, I had to stop the promo. I, like, I was watching my phone, I stopped the promo, I put down my phone, I sat down on the ground, was like, what just happened? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was just like, um, okay, then. <laughs> like, I had to think for a moment. I was just like, uh, are you okay, Ronnie <laughs> I had to rethink my life there for a second, because I'm like, okay. They confirmed Roddy and has a diary, which I've had that headcan before, but I never thought they would make a canon because I thought the city was going to help her be more open with her feelings, with her friends and stuff. But now that she has a diary, she has more secrets than we don't know. Because, like, you know, she writes down something about Yuquan, which is clearly not for kids, which... Roddy and Sweetie, are you all right? <laughs> I, I'm Diary, Unicorn, very... PG-13. Uh, not, not to get too off topic. I don't want to get derailed again, but it makes me think if she's written about Lincoln in the diary, oh, like, yeah. you know, or even, or even Sid, like, I mean, yeah. she's probably written about Sid, like, how she's like, oh, like, you know, Sid and I went to the movies today or something, you know, but, like, I did, right. like, after they confirmed she has a diary, I I drew that comic where she put her feelings about, like, in her diary, because, like, you can't confirm she has a diary without assuming that she's probably written about Lincoln in that diary, because, like, come on, Custom right. you just set me up to give me power like that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like how you always go. Casa Grandes. Why you gotta do me like this? Exactly. Because, like, why did you have to say she writes about Yu Kwan? Because, like, I thought it was Sid who has the crush on Yu Kwan. Because we've seen Sid be like, oh, isn't Yu Kwan so dreamy? Is he so cute and stuff? But then all of a sudden, like, Roddy is writing about, I don't know, like, oh, he's so cute, he's so handsome and stuff. And again, it's like, with this and, like, another episode, Ronnie's so secretive about her feelings on anything. And I, I, wrote, I wrote a headcanon about this on Twitter where I was like, I compared that scene where she got angry at Carl to the scene where she got angry at Sergio and Horoscope, you know, making fun of, like, and Ronnie and together. So maybe you think, like, she's very embarrassed when it comes to liking somebody. And I think, again, it's, like, off topic, I know, but it's, like, I feel like, again, it's, like, Arturo Maria. She's embarrassed that feelings for somebody because she's afraid she'll mess it up or something, so now she has to write it in a diary, you know, so... Right, it's just kind of, like, connecting the dots, you know? Exactly, exactly. But back, back on topic. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I love the derail, but I want to make sure we're still on topic. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll have so much more to say on secrets on the next episode, but, um, um, right. like with misstep, I think this is the best episode this week. It real I knew this episode was going to be great just from, you know, the promos we saw of it with Roddy in the dress and Maria, not Maria, um, uh, Frida and Carlota together and Maria as well. Like 
there was a lot I loved about this episode, mainly because it was the first, it's fi finally we have the first Focus Frida episode. Now all the Casagrandes have had their Focus episodes, which is great, because, you know, Frida was the only one that didn't have a Focus episode in, in the series, and now she has, which is great. And Frida's my favorite Casagrande in the family, because I feel like she's exactly who I would be if I was a cartoon character, just crying emotionally and screaming. Right. And like, I love... <laughs> The expressions they give on Maria, like we didn't talk about Maria, um, Frida, Frida. sorry, Frida. <laughs> I love the expressions they give on her, and we didn't talk about this grandparent trap, but she's the best part of grandparent trap, where she's crying a river of tears watching the talk show. Like Frida is, like honestly, besides Carl, one of the best characters of the Casagrandes. Like I just love how it literally just floods the room with her tears, and, and she and Carlitos, they had to get scuba masks. Yeah, like I. I understand why she was so intense about this dance, because it's like, oh, I just get so excited. The drama, the passion, she hit Sergio. Like, I, Sergio. I love Frida. She's great. And just to get focused on her in this episode was great. And, you know, it's very relatable with Roddy and how she felt that Frida was going too far. And the, 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 the twist with uh, Carla was really well done. Maria, like, I knew Maria was faking the moment she walked into the door and she was smiling. Like, you literally just smiling. gave yourself away. <laughs> that was great. Like, and even when she held up like the X-ray, when she talked about the X-ray, it wasn't lined up with what she was talking about. So it was like, oh, that that's funny. But I love that she came and in. She anyway. could have easily. She could have easily gotten. She could have like printed out that photo. Like she could have just searched an image on like whatever the Loud House Universe's equivalent of Google is, and then just printed that image out. <laughs> exactly. Maria's devious, man. But then, like, she comes up at the end with all of them dancing. She's like, I couldn't resist joining you guys, which was really nice, though, to see all of them. Yeah, that, that was, yeah that was still sweet. Like, like, the circumstances make it a little weird, but, like, it was still sweet to see her, like, on the stage with Ronnie and Carlota and Frida, like, all four of them. Yeah, like, I thought this episode was really well done. Like, I knew this episode was right. going to be great, but it was even better. Like, it, it could have been, like, the whole, like, them faking, faking an injury could have been, like, unenjoyable and predictable, which, I mean, it's still predictable, but they did so well. They did. They, they really did this episode really well, and I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, always the little things, like the Casagrande's lore and all that. Yeah, like, it was a really enjoyable episode, and... I even liked when Rania was picking out dresses that she did pick the rebel dress. I was like, oh, that's very in character for her, you know? So I did like that. And it was just, I thought it was a really well done episode. And again, like having Bobby, like all the cast of the audience, like I kind of wish they could have had the Changs in the audience or some other people in the audience than just the family, you know? Like I was wondering why they didn't right. include them seeing like, like Rania up in the audience, but Having like the family there and then Arturo in the audience was really was really worth it because again he wasn't in any of these episodes but just having the cameo was nice though. And then Bobby crying like yes. I'm so happy about that. I know it was so cute. It's like that's my baby sister. It's like oh like Bobby really cares. It's so sweet. Yeah, like he's a really supportive big brother. Yeah. So um, any other final thoughts on misstep? Um. Uh, not really. I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I thought it was the best episode this week. Um, <clears throat> Alright, so the next episode is Who's Shopping for Dinner? Abuela teaches Ronnie and that getting ingredients for dinner is no small task. So before I ask 
you about your thoughts this episode. I want to clarify something to my audience here. Just because there's a just because there's a simple premise does mean it's going to be a great episode. So I can just proceed exactly because I thought this episode was gonna be so generic, but it proved me wrong. So what do you think of this episode? Who's shopping for dinner? I it was surprisingly like really good. Like well, like I can't. I I I'm not sure if I would say whether that that one's my favorite or misstep but like um like i just really liked it and like it's always one of, it's the same kind of thing with misstep where it's just like the little things that make a difference you know yeah like um of course let's talk about one of the most important things in this episode is sid saying okay but i'll miss you I'll miss you. Right, right. It's like the Sid continued to have the biggest lesbian energy in the show. I swear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like she, she could have. She didn't. They like that. They didn't have to have Sid say she'd miss Ronnie Ann because, like, they go to school together and all that. Then, like, but the fact that Sid just said, "I'll miss you," like that, that alone shows that Sid has feelings that she's not, that she hasn't really talked about yet. Yeah, because, like, I still think about, like, in the podcast, the one with the, the gum or something, or the slushy or whatever it was, like, the school one, where Sid was like, I knew my sweet Ronnie Ann couldn't have done it. It's like, if they're trying to code Sid as lesbian, they're doing a really bad job at hiding it, you know? Like, it's just... They, right. She seems to come off as, like, big lesbian energy, and I don't know if they'll ever confirm right. that she is, but it seems like she's kind of hinted or coded as it, you know? Right. But, but they, at the same time, well, she's probably more so bisexual, because or biromantic, I don't know. Because, like, she's, she's like, we already know she has a crush on, like, Yoon Kwan, but that might be more so because, like, he's, like, a star or something, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's just like it's just not, it's just like hard because like it's like man like Sid just seems like the biggest lesbian in the show and it's just like I'd like them to kind of confirm it but also at the same time maybe just keep it a secret I don't know I don't know what they're doing I mean they could just say oh Sid just really enjoys hanging out with Roddy and his best friend it's like yeah best friends who call each other my yeah and stuff. just like Lincoln is Roddy Ann's best friend but but like yeah, yeah, you know, like Sid, Sid obviously has very big like lesbian energy, and like, uh, you know, yeah, that that I'll miss you thing she said when Ronnie Ann had to leave the theater uh, to get those to get the groceries the right way, not just from the store. Yeah, because like I and like was starting to get up to leave, and she said I had to go. She looked pretty sad about it too. Like, like they could have. Also, just they could have just like had her really nervous about it, and actually, she just started like running out of the theater. But then, like, but like, Bronnie was like sad about it because she was she had to leave the theater. But like, there was also the whole Phoebe Powers thing. But but like, you know, she wanted to spend time with her best friend, you know, and but she had to you know fix her mistake. Although I was kind of disappointed that Sid didn't come back at the end of the episode or Ronnie had checked on her or anything. She just kind of left her at the, the movie theater, which I felt was kind right. of kind of 
not good as a friend. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, I'm that was kind of weird, but, but like, like they they, pro they probably talked about it like off screen. Yeah, like, yeah. Later on. Like I know Sid understood that she had to go get ingredients. It's like ingredients aren't ingredients, but it's like she kind of just left her in the movie. There, it's like what happened to Sid? Is she all right? <laughs> she okay? <laughs> you know, but but then it's like Roddy and tells Sid that she had to get to meet Phoebe Powers because of the ending, like. Man, like, I would imagine maybe Sid didn't get to meet Phoebe Powers. She got to let the movie there because she was upset that Roddy didn't come back and, like, oh, I got to meet Phoebe yeah. Powers. How? It's like, oh, man, you know? Like, so we don't know. But, yeah, I was kind of disappointed that... But, like, they might have they had, like... They might have been, been driving... Like, you saw the end with, like, Ronnie and Rosa and, like, Phoebe Powers all, like, driving and then the Casa Grande's truck... Yeah. Like, so like they, they probably found Sid at some point and Ronnie Ann told her about it and like Phoebe Powers was there and Sid got the meter and all that. Yeah, like I like I was really pleasantly surprised in this episode too. Like I've seen people compare it to um, what was it the episode from season one of Loud House like cover up or it was it was one with, with uh Lincoln getting like uh Rita's book back or something. I can't remember the episode now. Um, but yeah, I can't. Uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Uh. Was it about like him getting trying to get a book signed, or was it something no, else? No, it was the season one where he went to uh to Rita's uh the dead like that de de dentist office for the day, and then he oh. had her book, and then he had just had a novel idea. I'm sorry, novel idea. That's what it was. That episode where he was chasing down the book and stuff. People have compared it to that episode, and I kind of agree, but I really liked this episode because it was mainly just focused on Rod again trying to solve a problem on her own. Even though Rosa was there for a bit, she had to go, like, you know, take care of Sergio's party and stuff, which I was so off about that, because I saw a preview where it had all the Casagrandes in party hats, and I was like, oh, this is from that episode, but then I completely forgot that was from Stress Test. <laughs> My brain was like, oh, right. yeah, I forgot about that, where they're trying to throw a party to make Bobby happy. So when I saw Sergio throwing a party, I thought it was for either Sid or like somebody else because they were getting ingredients for then, or something yeah. yeah but then when they said they were going to a movie and it was for a critic it was like oh okay well all right that makes sense too but I, and sergio was having a birthday party for like one of his pigeon for friends Sancho. or something Sancho, yeah yeah so i mean I, I yeah but, but like they deconfirmed to like it's a party for sid or arturo or whatever they deconfirmed that theory early on so like uh, so like we were just kind of left still wondering what was going on what was going to happen but the, it was a pleasant surprise like they, they they threw us off guard but like they did it right like you know yeah like i i love the montage where roddy is going to collect all the things and how well they do it and like with rosa's instructions like remember roddy Ann is now a murderer she murdered a baby squid <laughs> Like that scene. I'll have you. <laughs> that scene where she goes to grab the baby squid is like the scariest face she's ever made in the show. Like it terrified me. <laughs> like right. oh my god. And then she and then she just had like the clams and Rosa was saying like tell him a secret and she told him a secret. You better not tell anyone. But like we talked a lot about secrets for the previous episodes. So let's just stay on topic, please. <laughs> no, no, we need we need to discuss this because we need to know okay, okay. we need to know what secrets she was telling the clams. Clearly they're like, Oh my god, like you know, they were like, Oh my god It's like what did she tell them that she doesn't want anybody to know that because she's like, You better not tell anyone like it had to be something that she was embarrassed by but you know the realistic well, thing I mean, she had the diary too so like i don't know 
I would be very disappointed if it was just like a Yuquan thing again. It's like, oh, I like Yuquan. It's like, yeah, we know Roddy, and we heard it before. <laughs> so yeah, like the main thing I was thinking was like, I have a crush on both Lincoln and Ronnie Ann, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of us. Like, it could have been anything. Like I don't know. Yeah, what was funny was I was trying. I was I was actually trying to decipher what she said because maybe she was saying something under her breath, or it was just like you know. In TV shows, they could do mumbles, so you could just, like, say whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. So I actually tried to decipher what she said, and of course it was just mumble-jumbo, so there wasn't said anything I could actually pick up on, you know? Yeah, because... it was like <laughs> Exactly. Like, I thought I heard it in, so maybe she heard she said like it, but, you know, that that could have been anything. But yeah, most of us have, have said something-something Lincoln here, you know, so. Right, like... right. It's like, you better not tell anyone. So it had to be something really, really secret, you know. Really serious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless it could have just been like, I eat toe jam or something, you know. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, Clyde did it in that one episode, so. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was Friends of Dry Places, wasn't it? Or yeah, like... yeah, yeah. But I think either you said or someone else said it, like, I I don't know if they're building up to something with Ronnie and having secrets, but clearly she's keeping stuff to herself, and there's a lot of things about her that we don't know about her that she wants to keep to herself. That you know, a lot of people have said like, "Oh, now she's more open and stuff," but clearly she has a diary and she's keeping lots of secrets. She has more to her than we think she has, you know. So right, like I don't think it was me specifically who brought that up, but, but like I agree with that. I agree with it, like. Like, Ronnie Ann's got secrets. Like, when she's got a diary and she talks to clams, you better not tell anybody. But, like, she's got big secrets. Like, you know, you don't just, the secrets you don't just talk about, you know? Yeah, it was just so weird how, like, we just had a diary episode in Loud House with Snoop Dogg, but Luna has a diary, which was, again, the most random character to have a diary in the show. But now Roddy and the Casagrandes had a diary, which I never thought they would do. But now that they do, it's like, you know, it's, that was probably just for a joke. You know, obviously it could have been just for a joke. But if they bring that right, back, right. it's like... Yeah, you have a habit of, like, reading too deep into things <laughs> regarding the show. So, like, I don't know. I mean, with Casa Grandes, they're great with continuity, so... And yeah, I, they are really good with continuity. Like, that's one of the main things I like about it. So, that's what... You I'm never really know, I guess. Exactly, because, like, with Casa Grandes, I hate to read into it, but it's, like, they're so great with continuity that maybe even the tiniest thing they could bring back, like, with the next episode we talk about <laughs> later on, they bring back a bunch of things. But, yeah. Yeah. But, again, again you're, you're right. It could be me just reading into things, but, you know... I like Ronnie Ann, and if they give me any sort of new thing to think about with her, it's like, well, now I gotta keep thinking about this. Right, like, we're fans, that's what fans do. Because, like, you can't just get, like, you can't just put out there that she has a diary and not expect me to think about it too much, you know? It's like, right. oh, I'll just put in a joke about it. she has a diary, she writes about you, Quad. You cannot not expect us to not think about it too hard. Uh, but yeah, like, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really enjoyable. Like, I thought it was gonna be just a mediocre or bland episode, but they really caught me by surprise at how enjoyable this episode was, and I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, like, like, it's kind of interesting how when they, they, there's a, like, specific premise, and, like, you get 
hyped up about what could be happening. It just it might just kind it might just end up not happening, and you might be kind of disappointed. But then, like, what the premise as simple as oh, Rosa teaches Ronnie Ann about the importance of shopping or whatever. Like, there's a lot of room for that kind of pleasant surprise, and like that's the reason I like Guess Who's Shopping for Dinner so much. Yeah, because like maybe when we get the next episode premises. The premise could just be, Ronnie Ann walks, and it's like, oh, where's she walking? Then all of a sudden, she just walks in the royal woods. <laughs> We're all like, oh, she's walking, where's she going? Then it's like, the, the surprise is she just walks all the way to royal, royal woods. Why? I don't know. You know? It's just, that, that, that really, like, it catches us by surprise, because, like, again, like you said, with Grandparent Trap, there was a huge opportunity with that premise, and they went nowhere with it. But then Who Shopping right. for Dinner was like, oh, lame premise, but they did so much with it. And then the same thing goes for the next episode. So I think that's the next thing I need to think about with the Cast of Ground and even the Loud House is that the smallest premise could be made to, like, the biggest and best episode, so. Right, yeah, exactly. So any other final thoughts on Who Shopping for Dinner? Um... Like, I, I just thought Phoebe Powers was pretty cool. And I could see why Ronnie Ann and Sid uh, were so excited about the movie. And, like, I've been interested in drawing, like, something where Ronnie Ann is dressed as Phoebe Powers and Lincoln is dressed as Ace Savvy, like, you know, that oh. kind of thing. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Like, I love the opening with, like, the trailer and stuff for the movie. And then, like, when, right, they, went, right. when they went to see the movie, like, in a world where the girl has full, is full of lies or in a world with aliens where a girl has to fake to her grandmother. <laughs> she breaks her grandmother's yeah. heart. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was really funny. Like, I really liked that. It was like, wow, this movie theater has great exposition in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I really like this episode a lot. There's so yeah. So we're uh, all right. So let's move on to the final episode this week, which is New Roomie. When Vito's apartment floods, the kids try to find an apartment that suits him best. So I remember all of us the fandom when we first heard this episode was like, oh, this is just gonna be the Casa Grande's version of House Flip, isn't it? Well, Casa Grande's proved no. us wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the main... Yeah, I was like, how? How did they make an episode with a very similar premise to House Flip and still make it so much better? Like, how did they do it? Yeah, because, like, when the preview came out, we're all like, oh, my God, Vito's annoying, he's obnoxious, and, like, all this stuff. It's like, it's exactly like House Flip. I'm not looking forward to it. And then it's like, how did they make this even better than it could have been. Like, they literally turned it around at the last minute and made it, like, probably better than what we were, we were expecting, you know? Like... Yeah, yeah, and that's, like, the main thing I liked about it. Like, like Vito, it, it turned out, like, he was actually just, like, feeling lonely, and he, and he, wasn't, in, he wasn't intentionally trying to manipulate and trick the Castle Grandes and all that. Like, he was just feeling lonely and wanted people to hang out with. Yeah, because, like... like, so, like that, no, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was, and, like... I mean, I don't know what else I can say right now, really. So, oh, you go ahead. Well, I was going to point out what you said on Twitter was, like, we all thought that Vio was going to be the flip of the of the Casa Grandes, but he turned out being the, the Mr. Grouse of the Casa Grandes. Right. <laughs> 
Because, like, with the whole, like, idea of him being lonely because his son went off to college and he was by himself, it's like, well, he he probably had a wife at one point, right? Or, I don't know. Right. Because, like, like, like... Like, maybe his wife left him and then his son left and then... Yeah. All he had was his two dogs. Yeah, because, like, when I, what I thought was going to happen was, like, when they went to the apartment... They all saw that it was fine, and they were all going to confront him about it, be like, wait, why did you want to crash with us or something, and like that. But the fact that he tried to put him like an emotional core, thinking he had lo lost his long-lost love, but then it was like, no, I just felt lonely because my son went off to college. It was like, they actually took House Flip and made it emotional. How did they do that, you know? Like, that's crazy. And like, he had a son, so, like, obviously, he had to have a wife to have a son, so, um... Or could have adopted, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know about the VO war yet. Yeah, maybe adopted. Like, yeah, like, Clyde was adopted, so I guess we can't be too sure. Yeah, because, like, Mr. Grouse, he's mentioned his wife before, whether she left or passed away or something, but Vito... Vito was confused about a girlfriend, so we don't know whether he had a wife or adopted this this his son. So yeah, yeah. like maybe he could have even been uh, like gay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that would be that's pretty. I mean, maybe <laughs> that would be kind of interesting if that would have been the case. Yeah, like I guess like we can't be too sure though. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like I, all we really know was that his son went to college and he was feeling lonely because of that. Yeah, like we, we probably won't know any backstory on Vito to like season two or something. But I did like that they kind of right. built up his character in this one, where you know he was, you know, he's a very good cook. Like he, of course, he's Italian, so he, he made like meatballs and cannolis, which were really nice. And you know, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. At, at the beginning, it showed like he was a really good cook. So like. He wasn't particularly, like, the worst roommate they could have had, but then he was, like, singing in his sleep, and that was starting to get on Ronnie Ann and Bobby's nerves. Like, I also, like, I just like how, like, Ronnie Ann and Bobby were the first two of them, of the Casa Grande, is to talk about how annoyed they are by those more intrusive aspects of being a roommate. Like, yeah. you know... I like how they were the first two to talk about it. Yeah, I love when Bobby and Ronnie are paired up in episodes because, like, we see their sibling dynamic, and that's my favorite thing about the Casagrandes is Bobby and Ronnie Ann because, like, with the Loud House, we do see sibling dynamics, but not as much as, like, you know, like, Lincoln has to be with a bunch of his sisters, whereas Ronnie just has a brother. So when they're together, it's more emotional, it's more, like, a bigger impact with them interacting in episodes and stuff so to see that they both yeah. agreed on that is like i love seeing when they interact together you know yeah uh, like like i, I was kind of i was a little disappointed that like bobby didn't really do anything like in like in grandparent trap or, uh, because like he he like he he's ronnie ann's older brother like he he was probably bothered to some extent by Arturo and Maria getting divorced, and but oh like at the gosh. same time, you just brought up something that could have been super important. Radia could have went to Bobby for relationship advice. He's in a relationship. That could have that could have been something, you know. Like Bobby could have said, "Oh, hey, me and Lori bicker all the time. But that doesn't mean we're not we don't break up." 
Right, and right. You point out, oh man, just proving that Grand yeah, Shop was missed was was just missed opportunity yeah. in the episode. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know, like like Bobby's probably my favorite Casagrande's character, so I like I see a lot of myself in him. But but like I don't know, like I was kind of disappointed that like he didn't really do anything in Grandparent Trap because like at, like he is part of the family, like like Ronnie Ann talking like Carl and Carlota and. CJ, uh, but like Bobby didn't really have anything to do with it. He was kind of just there, you know. Yeah, like even in misstep, uh, there was either was it misstep or who shopping? I think it's who shopping for dinner. He was there, but then like right, well, there was a scene where Ronnie like hit him in the face with something, and that he was there. It was like they really didn't utilize Bobby in any of these episodes except for New Roomie, which I felt was very disappointing because I feel like he's like the second main character next to Ronnie and the family. You know? Yeah, he's the two protagonist. Like I was, I, like one of the main things I really like about the Casagrandes is how is how they're is how how the show is able to like flesh out Bobby as his own character, like outside of being Laurie's boyfriend. Yeah, like it was the same kind of thing with Sam in that one Listen Out Loud episode where Lana uh, went to the dog or to the pet shelter and Sam was there and all that. Yeah, like, so, like it was the same kind of thing with Bobby and the Casagrandes. Like, I, have I really like how he can be fleshed out as his own character now, you know? Yeah, I have the same complaint with Maria. There are episodes where Maria's not present or she's just there in the background. And I'm like, you know Maria's like Ronnie and, Ronnie and Bobby's mother, right? Like she should kind of right. be important, but then they kind of forget about her too. Like, you know. Like, like maybe she's been doing like nurse work or something. Like I don't know. That's true. But then again, then again, Carlos uh, does. You know, he's he's a speaker at colleges and like and like like Frida's more of a work from home type. Like she like she paints and all that. But like I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to think about. I also think that like. Um... Was Carlitos in any of these episodes? I can't even recall seeing him in any of these I, I don't even remember. Yeah, that that's another thing. Like, I, I don't even remember seeing Carlitos. Like, uh, like Bobby was, like, very obviously not really doing anything in those first three episodes. But I don't even remember if... I mean, like, Carlitos... Carlitos was definitely in Grandparent Trap, and he was, like, watching the talk show with Frida as she oh, was crying. yeah, you're right. I and he was running Lalo through the water, the tear water, and yeah. Right, yeah, and then, like, in New Roomie, they were like, oh, we gotta take care of the baby, but they never showed Carlitos, just like, oh, we gotta take care of the baby and stuff, but yeah, like... Um... I think they said something about it being a ghost baby, actually, so, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was glad that CJ got more lines in Grandparent Trap because I still feel like CJ is also another character that doesn't get utilized much in the show either. He, I don't think he gets a lot of lines either. Yeah, which is I, I like the episode where he went to the like, pirate show thing and Ronnie Ann tried to help him. Oh, Art of the Family. That's my third favorite episode, the Casa Grandes. Like, that episode right, right. proves how much Ronnie Ann loves her family. Like, I don't think there's ever been an episode like that in a while. I love that one. Right, yeah unfortunately yeah but like this one like you know we're talking about emotional cores or even bobby in that matter i want to talk about yeah. a very important thing that happened this episode that really caused all off guard carlota broke up with diego yeah yeah like uh, diego was in copycats for like a couple seconds and carlota was like if you want to get someone to like you you gotta not pay attention for them 
car like the and then his show Diego and she was like I've been ignoring him for hours. <laughs> yep, and then in this episode she was like Oh, heartbreak is so sad, you know. I remember when I broke up with Diego, he couldn't talk to me for a month. And it's like... Yeah, but then when did you break up with him? Like, we haven't seen him since that one episode. Like, like, like the, at that point, they could have easily had Bobby be like, oh, yeah, like, I, I, I tend to get kind of worried about Lori, so I can kind of understand how Vito might feel. Yeah. But having Carlota just casually name drop Diego like that, I was just like, wait a second. Yeah, because, like, what it never... did I just hear? What happened? <laughs> yeah, because, like, in their funny story, like, like, Roddy and, like, casually name drops Lori, and it's like, you just, you, you're either hanging out in the Mercado or talk to Lori all the time. And it's like, oh, great. Yeah, they name drop Lori because they're together. But, like, with this, it's like, you name drop Diego, but we've never seen you two together on screen, or we didn't even know you two were dating. How are we supposed yeah, to know you two were dating? I just have to wonder, like, what exactly happened with Carlota and Diego? Like, maybe maybe Diego was getting, like, way too, like, touchy-feely about it, and Carlota was getting kind of bored of it. But, like, we haven't seen him, like, at all outside of copycats. Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe he got too clingy? Because, like, the way with the joke was, oh, he was just being very desperate and stuff. And it's like, maybe Carlota went out with him because she felt bad for him which is like wouldn't paint Carlota in a good light at all you know like like we we should have had an episode or something with these two I mean like maybe maybe they'll have an episode where she went out with him and it's like out of order or something but why do you set up a character as a joke to only throw it away like it's nothing you know like I, I think either you said it or someone else said it like maybe we'll see Diego again but I don't want to because setting up a character as a joke character is kind of mean, you know? Because we all thought it was going to be very important to, like, Carlota having a boyfriend or someone that likes her and stuff, but then it's like, he's just a joke, and now they broke up. So, it's right. kind of... Like, I mean, I don't... I, I don't... Like, like what I said, it was like... Well, like, for, for context, like, what don't you forget about me? Like, like I didn't mention this, like, in the conversation on Twitter earlier. But, like, don't you forget about me. Like, it was primarily a Lori and Lenny-focused episode. Yes. And they could have easily had Bobby there to, to, like, spend time with Lori and all that. Yes. But, like, they had Ronnie Ann there instead. And half the dang episode was just her spending time with Lincoln but like I don't want to get too just uh, off topic because that that's not no, my please, point. Go really. into topic. <laughs> I love talking about right, forget about me. But but like um, like what I'm uh, like, like I feel like that the thing in like with like Ronnie Ann, don't you forget about me? Her spending time with like it, like I feel like that was another kind of like hinting at something down the line. Like you know, it was the same kind of thing at horoscope and all that. Yeah. So like with with new Rumi when Carlota just like brought up Diego out of the blue saying like, Oh yeah, we kind of broke up. Uh, and, but like, it could have been Bobby talking about Lori, like but Bobby and Lori obviously haven't broken up, but like right. Bobby could have talked about like concerns, like are, the, the kind of thing and like save the date or misconnection or something like that. You know, relationship. it's very hard for a couple being a long distance. 
you know? Right, right, yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Because, like, again, in no Never Freddy's story, Roddy is like, oh, you just talk to Lori all the time. Like, it's a huge problem. As if it's like, they can't talk to each other because they're together and stuff. Whereas here, like, they could have... Bobby could have said, oh, I know how it feels to miss somebody. I miss my girlfriend all the time. I don't know why they didn't right. remember that. <laughs> right, right. But, but then again, in, like, uh, a flea market, like, uh, Bobby was really serious about uh, uh, maintaining the Numericado in an orderly fashion. But then, like, he was also worried about Lori feeling like he doesn't care about, he feeling like he cares about the Mercado more than her. Uh, and like she, he was scared that she would have dumped him, but like, but at the end it turned out like Lori was really understanding of Bobby and what he was dealing with, uh, and she she understood like, like you know, like she she told him like it was kind of it was okay that he felt that way because yeah. she she would felt that way before like in no guts no glory like she was really serious about being in charge. Yeah. So, so like she understands. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's why because like now Bobby knows Lori understands how much he loves the Mercado, but still like you could have had anybody say anything like maybe like like Maria Maria was no 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 not Maria like uh, Rosa was like right there. You you could have also like had her talk about concerns or like Ronnie Ann even, but but like I don't know like I was you saying, don't just uh, I was casually. Saying name drop a character who hasn't appeared in an episode who's only appeared in one episode and then never again and then carlota just casually brings him up like yeah we broke up like when how why where <laughs> yeah because like it just gave me more questions and answers yeah because like even i think maybe i don't know if frida was there but like frida and carlos in a uh, misconnection they were they were long as sweethearts before in college she could have mentioned that too anybody could have said anything except carlota be the smart about it you know like like the way she talks about it was like oh we broke up he he didn't talk before she seemed so like sad like she was so like oh, what's the word I'm looking for just so like proud of it like you know like maybe she's hiding the fact that she's so sad about it but Boy, does she come off as kind of just really rude about it, you know? Because like, what? Like she's just she's just kind of like, ha, I broke up with Diego and he was crying about it for a long time. It but really like... makes Carlota look like a bad person, like man, as if I don't dislike Carlota already. Because like, boy, does she just her points just drop every time she comes on screen for me. But yeah, like that just just like. A big old yikes, you know, like it. Right. <laughs> I saw on Twitter the um, the Twitter user like the Loud House days. They posted like the one uh, thing where it was like, "Hey, remember when uh, Lynn said and singled out when she thought she had a crush on by was just hydration? We all thought it was she was talking about Francisco. It's exactly that scenario where it's like a big old ouch to the shippers, you know, like I mean, right, as right, like yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, and but that was the big issue I had with Ella's for love. Like, like aside from Sam and Luna canonically dating, and like the only care, the only like character, like the only character they introduce as like a, a 
like a love interest for one of the loud siblings. The only one who's made a consistent reappearance, who's been consistently reappearing since then, aside from Sam and Bobby, but because we already knew Bobby was dating Lori, like the only one aside from those two is Benny. And like, we haven't heard from like Francisco or Silas or Skippy or, or like, and then uh, Lincoln's wine. We don't talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the page. Yeah. Yeah. He like, turned the like, page the on the her. Page that it was like too soon after the event. It was too soon after relative chaos. But yeah. like at the same time, I guess like they that like you. I think I recall you saying like the episodes are usually written about a year in advance, take give or take a few months. So I guess they were, weren't like aware of how popular Ronnie Ann would become until uh, later on. Well, um, for what I, uh, for what I know actually is that um, back out there takes place after Alice for Love in canon episode order. Like Relative Chaos is before Alice for Love, but Alice for Love is before back out there. So that's when Lincoln realizes he has feelings and misses Ronnie Ann and stuff. So there's that. But yeah, right. Yeah, like, he was like. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I do miss her. So I guess with, like, Paige, he was more so, like, testing the waters. Like, same kind of thing with Stella, you know? Yeah, like, I was gonna say, with, like, the same thing with, like, White Hair, which is, like, an episode I really despise, just for the fact of, like, oh, remember when I got hit with a black guy that cuts back to heavy metal, that's, like, I felt like I hated that because it was, like, kicking, ro- kicking me in the face for Ronnie Ann, because, like, it seemed like Lincoln was talking about her in a bad light. It was, like, yeah, that was... That was Ronnie Ann that did that to you. So, yeah. you know. It was yeah, just- but then, like, Beast, all in my heart, they, he kind of, he, he accepted, like, that he didn't have to fight with his other friends over Stella. And then Stella just became, like, a part of the friend group, and they could hang out with each other just fine, no problems, really. Yeah, like, I do have friends who ship Stella kin, but um, I've had this theory, but it's probably not the theory that's true but i feel like because like uh white hair was originally supposed to be in season two that script was written in season two and i feel like that 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 they were supposed to set up stella as, as a lake and love interest because it seems like it from the script and stuff but then they realized how popular roddy it was as lincoln's main love interest so they made be stella my heart and turned it around and made Link- stella just a friend now but i mean i don't know if it's true but from what i could tell that could have been the case because like you know, I was going to mention it, like, there's an article that they talked about with season five, and Mike Gruber was saying, like, people keep asking about what's going to happen with Lincoln and Ronnie, and so they know how popular they are as a pairing, so that right. always gives me hope. Right, they're like, aware of, like, the older fans and the support they give the show, and they, they like that. Uh, yeah. But, like, uh, for Stellican, I feel like making that canon, like, this isn't just because I'm a Ronnie Kin fan, just to be clear, but, yeah. like, Making Stellican fanon, like a canon, I mean, making Stellican canon, I feel like that would go against what the point of Be Stella My Heart was, like, you know? Yeah, because, like, Stella just wanted to be friends with them, because, like, if they would have made Stellican canon, it, or make it canon now, I feel like that would diminish what the, you know, the theme like the episode was. About. Yeah, because yeah. then, you then you've got, like, Clyde and Rusty, like, all of them, like, like, I don't know. It was just, it was just, 
But I like Stella now. Like I like her as a friend, as a member of the friend group. She's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, I like her as just one of the guys because that's what she is. She's just one of the guys. But like, you know, I'm not against Stellakin. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite Lincoln ships, obviously. Like, Stellakin, like, okay. I, I think it's okay. But I feel like if they're gonna go that route instead of like instead of Ronniekin, obviously, like I feel like that they would need to like take more time to develop it yeah you know like they can't just rush into it because it would throw off like ronnie fans and jordella fans and too like you know i mean i i george jordella is jordella i was gonna say jordkin like there are jordkin fans but like yeah jordella like yeah. that well friends of dry places like they really hit the jordella like i'd love to see they go forward with that honestly you yeah know? yeah i'm honestly i'm honestly a jordella fan so that was like pretty cool to see so like you know yeah, yeah. anyway like uh, back to uh, uh back to new roomy like carlota just name dropping diego like that like it made me it makes me feel like diego's going to eventually maybe appear sometime down the line cuz like uh, cuz like it was like it was like unfriended like ronnie and just casually went oh yeah my parents are broke up but it's okay it's not it's not but it's then not. they're like Arturo back and all that so I feel like this is going to be that same kind of thing and like Bob like maybe I, I brought this up on Twitter like maybe there could be an episode where like Bobby meets Diego somewhere and he tries to get them back to get him back together with Carlota maybe it fails but Diego appreciates appreciates the effort and all that you know yeah but like I feel like if they were going to set up Diego as a character they would not have done that by saying, oh, we broke up, and it was cool. Like, befriended, Ronnie Ann seemed very disappointed that her parents were divorced. It's like, hey, we set this uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Carlota was like, yeah, yeah so we broke again, up, like, you know? <laughs> but then again, like, the, the thing with... Uh, that, the, uh, then again, with the thing with Carlota and Diego, like, uh, that was kind of the reason, like, uh, Lorenzo, like I said, it, the, the thing with Bobby's attempt to try and get the bag together that's why i said it would fail because like it's clear that carlota doesn't really have interest uh, like you know so like that's why i said it would fail that, yeah i mean that, that would be pretty interesting if they did do that instead of just like writing him off as a joke character you know because it feels like kind of an insult honestly you know to that with like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's the thing that's the main issue i had like you don't just do that you don't just name drop a character like that yeah because like that's what i'm always worried about like i w i would want ronnie and to mention lincoln but i'm afraid that if she ever name drops him it won't be the way i want it to be so with that i was just like you know casa grandes if you're gonna name if you're gonna have somebody name drop like a partner or something don't do it the way carlota did that was really right, insulting right. <laughs> uh, yeah but anyway, uh, uh, going forward with like the episode yeah. itself, um, um, I was definitely surprised by how it turned out. Like, like I like how Vita was like just lo lonely and and then like Sid, uh, like uh, Ronnie Ann tried to get him the get him the bunk with the, the Changs and like. Sid built a robot. Yes. And she showed it to Vito. They remembered she and liked I, robotics. The last time we yeah, ever that, saw that. Yeah, that's that. another thing. Like, 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 they remembered that Sid was a robotics kind of girl. And 
Uh, that that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, they had to remember like, I... that because the last time we we saw that was in two of clubs, which they never brought up the club ever again. Like, is the club still a thing? Because like we have like the skateboarding group now. Like, are they ever gonna bring back the club, or is the club just not a thing anymore? Because like, right, it was weird. But now that they brought up that she's into, she's still into robotics, it was pretty cool. The robot kind of reminded me of something that Lisa would make. It looked like the robot. Right. That Lisa was in a dark and story night, which was pretty interesting, you know. So right, and and that leads me to this other thing. Like, this is this is unrelated to like 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 new roomy, but since the like, they're gonna do more Loud House and Casa Grande's like crossover stuff moving forward, I like to see an episode where Sid like tries to get a, to do a really good robot for like a comp a robot building competition or something. And like, and like Lisa, like she's visiting the city uh, for a speech for a speech with like science like experts or something, something like that later. Yeah. But then like she, but then like she meets Sid and and, she, and Lisa would try to help her build the build a great robot, you know. Oh, that'd be, I think that'd be pretty interesting to see. It probably won't happen. Like I think it'd be pretty cool, and, and it's the same, and it'd be a similar thing with like. Maybe Lana and Lola, like, come to the city for some reason. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, I do, like, yeah, I love the Casa Grandes because they're so great at continuity. So, like, I never thought they would bring back that, the, the whole, like, Sid likes robotics thing. But the fact that she was building a robot and she let the robot stay with Vito in the end was like, oh, my God, they remember she liked robotics. Like, they, they actually remembered that. That was great, you know? Yeah. And, and then, like, at the end of the episode... Uh, Sid, uh, like Sid, brought the robot into Vito's apartment because cause she knew he really liked robot, and and Sid like re reprogrammed it a bit, add the opera singing feature, and Vito really loved that. So yeah. like th that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, it was it was really sweet. Like I love that that the Castagrandes brought everybody from the apartment building over to Vito's house because they knew that or over his apartment because they knew that he was feeling lonely. So they brought everybody together. Yeah. It was really really sweet. Right, right. Yeah, like um, I'm I'm just really glad Vito didn't end up in the Castagrandes flip as a lot of us thought he was gonna be. And he ended up being more like Mr. Grouse. Like, that was really touching, and I really liked how they worked with it. Yeah, like, you know, for once, I'm actually glad that we got a Vito episode that wasn't like, he's the Casagrande's flip now. And it's like, they do another Vito episode, I'm for it, you know? I'm not like we're flipped. I would absolutely love another Vito episode if it's just like this one, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like with that flip episode that's, like, obviously going to be happening in season five... Like, apparently it's some kind of, like, Christmas Carol spoof, yes. and, like, I feel like Flip is gonna, like, end up being a nicer person, like, general, like, at the end. But I'm not gonna get my hopes up, because yeah. Flip. Yeah, because, like, last day Skippy tried to redeem him, and that didn't work, so I don't think so. <laughs> and Coop Dreams, like, I'm still mad about what yeah, Flip did uh... in Coop Dreams. I'm just telling you, y'all, Flip is worst character, and he, he keeps proving it. <laughs> just right, saying. right. But yeah, uh, any other final thoughts on New Rumi? Um, like, I just really liked how it all played out. 
like uh, say, uh, saying Bobby and Ronnie Ann being the first two to talk about uh, how, how Vito was bothering them. Uh, like that was really interesting to see because we were able to see how they were able to connect as siblings. And then they like, eventually brought the, the, uh, the rest of the Casa Grande's family into it. And they talked and they talked to the Changs and then the other apartment and the people in the other apartments showed up. And that, that was just really cool. Like, uh, like I guess overall with these four episodes, Grandparent Trap had was had a promising premise, but they just ended up not really going through with it. It just kind of up. It just ended up being like a typical episode. Yeah. But then in three episodes, they ended up being really surprising in terms of how they turned out. You know. Yeah. I like, really like that. Yeah, because I feel like Grandparent Trap was like, okay, here's the generic episode. We'll get this over with. Then misstep was. Clearly, the next step, <laughs> see what I did there in the episodes, and then we had two episodes that really, really surprised us, like of how good they were. Because yeah. I thought that they were just gonna be the generic episodes after misstep, but no, it, the Casagrandes proved us that there could be, you know, simple premises, but they could really, really surprise us. And I really yeah. want them to continue with this movie forward, because you know, the last episodes we had like the big chill and um. The, the slicker swim, I was like, oh, yeah, so they kind of just happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I want that movie forwards, like, okay, give us surprising stuff with these episodes. Like, surprise us with things that can actually make these episodes worthwhile than just like a generic plot, like, or just a simple, like, you know, premise, like, Rampart Trap, where it's like promising, but in the end is not. Like, we really want to be surprised by stuff. And I really, they proved that with. You know, who's shopping for dinner and new roomie? So, I don't yeah, know. Those episodes really proved that any episode could turn out to be really a really fun and or heartwarming episode. Exactly. So like, you know. So, I just hope. So, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. Yeah, yeah me too. So, uh, before we go, since you are one of my first guests on my show, I'd like to ask you because, you know, with season five coming up and future stuff with the Casa Grandes, because we're very close to season one ending for Casa Grandes. We're in the middle, but we're not there yet because as of right now, we're on hiatus. We don't know when the next episodes are coming out. But for season five of the Casa Grandes and moving forward with the show, what are your predictions or any other uh, speculations or any like uh, desires you want for season five of the loud house or anything moving forward. Oh, of course I've got stuff to talk about right now. Go ahead. If the bike is yours. <laughs> okay. So, so like, um, uh, like obviously for first, like, I guess I shouldn't really say anything about school. Cause like, I've already said my prediction about that. Like I've got like a whole thread of like a whole Twitter thread of like uh, episode ideas. Like I've just kind of thought of, one of them is like the first one is like Ronnie Ann comes to visit Royal Woods. Yes. And like she, she, she comes to spend time with Lincoln, but like she's probably maybe it's just like a video call with Sid or talk, talking, uh, something like that. Talk about how she thinks the city is more fun. And Lincoln gets really nervous about that. And he tries to make his her visit the best it can possibly get. But then he, something gets messed up and he probably ends up making it worse. And, you know. Yeah, I've had that idea too, actually. Like, when you brought that up, I was like, oh, I have that idea too, where Rodian comes to the city and Lincoln wants to make this, like, the best day for her. But then she keeps, like, like she heard, like, he overhears a call from, like, her family or Sid and is like, oh, there's a big carnival that's happening today or something. And she's like, oh, man, I wish I could be there. And Lincoln's like, 
wait, so the city has all this fun stuff that she could be, like, doing right now, but no, I want to prove to her that, you know, Royal Woods could be just as fun as a city, because if she doesn't yeah. like Royal Woods, that means she doesn't like me and stuff, so there's that. Like, yeah. Kind of, like, kind of like a trend game sort of thing in a way, you know, just him proving that he really does care for her and just wants to show her that even though they're in, like, you know, boy you know, boring Royal Woods doesn't mean they can't have fun together, you know? Because she's always... Yeah, like, yeah. It's not to, like, both of their... their sh they have a shared fear of, like, losing friends. And I feel like yeah. an episode like that would really tap into that. Yeah, because, like, they both have that same fear with, like, two... We've had episodes with that same premise where they both have that fear. And I want them to have an episode where they feel that way about each other. Because that was this right, full right. circle, you know? Yeah. Um. So, so I'm other thoughts i've had like like I, I brought up this earlier but like pop pop's voice actor fred willer he recently passed away so like I, I i'd be i'd be interested in seeing an episode as like a tribute to that and this would be like a lucy and lisa bonding episode like lisa's like really upset that pop pop is, is gone and like lucy tries to help her cope with that and maybe she takes her to a seance with the Mortician's Club, like Haiku and all that. And maybe like Darcy or David could show up too, you know? Let's hope they remember Darcy this time. <laughs> right, right. Uh, like, especially Darcy. Like, like David would be okay too, but like, I'm more so rooting for Darcy. Yeah. Like, I would love if they did that, like, kind of a sequel to Jerry Antics where Lisa was worried that Pop Pop might pass away. Now that he actually did, it's even more impactful on her. Yeah, and, and then Lucy, yeah, and then Lucy, she's gonna have to be the one to try and help her out because she was like, she's part of the Mortician's Club. She's kind of an expert with this sort of thing, and it'd also be her like taking on the older sister role now that she's the oldest of the Loud siblings who's still in elementary school. They go. It'd also be a really sweet tribute to Fred Willard. Like maybe Lucy would have like a drawing of like Boogie from Billy and Mandy, like, like not exactly Boogie, but like it'd be a character that like looks a lot like him. Cause that's another character Fred Willard has voiced. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I'm, I'm really interested. They would do a tribute to that or just like a sequel to that episode. Cause like, Oh, we, they, they had the fear of Papa passing away and now his voice actor did. So, you know, right. It's, it's, it's just be convenient. Like it works really well for a premise, like, you know, yeah and um um i can't think of like everything right now but i do have a few more like um i'd be but first off like this is one i definitely want to talk about something for casa grandes um yes. so like we know like maria and artura are divorced and um like like ronnie ann and like the rest of the the family they tried to like pair pair up maria with other possible dates so like i i i've had thoughts about a possible scenario where maria ends up dating this like real big business out of guy and like ronnie ann ronnie ann and bobby like they'd have the concern about this big about this business guy like you could possibly like buy the apartment in the Mercado, and then there's some weird stuff would be going down. So like it would tie into both Ronnie Ann's 
fear uh, worry about like change like what happened with arturo and maria and also like her having to move away from royal woods and into the apartment with the rest of the casa grandes and also bobby's fear of like not making a good impression on people and uh, being worried that he's not going to have a really good future like you know so they'd be like trying to work together try and stop the date with maria and this business guy again they think they think they think he's some kind of like evil corporation ceo but when stuff when they mess up stuff enough with at the date it turns out that he's just like some kind of he just runs a local business down the street and then like and then like he leaves the date and maria is like mad at them and like they'd have, they'd want to make up for it you know yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, I've said this before, that we need the Casa Grande season one to end already because now we're getting season five in September. And we know the Casa Grandes are going to make appearances in season five. And we don't know if the, if the Casa Grandes are aging up like the Louds are because Link is going to middle school. And it'd be so weird if Ronnie's, like, visiting Royal Woods and she's still in elementary school, you know? So, like, and with Bobby going to college because Lori's going to college. So. We don't know if Bobby's moving out or he's still, like, going to be, like, in the Mercado and going to college at the same time. So we have no idea. Uh, yeah. and, like, that's another thing. Like, like Bobby's going to be going to college. Like, Carlota has plans to go to, like, fashion college or something. So I'm thinking, like, maybe Ronnie Ann's going to have to, like, be in charge of, like, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos because Bobby and Carlota are probably not going to be there as much anymore. So it's, so it's the same kind of thing with Lenny and the rest of the Loud siblings, you know? Ooh, that would be a big responsibility on her if, like, Carlota and Bobby both leave and she has to take care of the younger cousins. Like, I'd love it, I... like, if maybe, like, maybe Radian stressing so much about being, like, a younger, like, not younger, like, an older, like, sibling type to her cousins. I'd love if she, like, would call Lincoln for advice. Because, you know, he's an older, yeah. you know, he's the older sibling, takes care of his younger siblings. So, like, she'd be, like, worried that she can't handle this without Bobby and Carlota, too. But we don't know about the Casagrandes. We have no idea what's going on with them. Like, we don't know. Because, like, right. I remember my friend Nat saying, what if the Casagrandes takes place in the alternate universe where they're not aging up? But it's like, but the Casagrandes are going to be appearing in the Loud House from time to time. So they have to be yeah. aged up. They can't just. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Like. I feel like season two is going to have them age up anyway. Cause yeah. like they're going to be doing more crossovers with the loud house. So like they might as well, you know, yeah, so like hoping... they've, got, they've got to have them age up. Otherwise it wouldn't be consistent. Right. So I'm hoping that the Casagrande season one ends pretty soon. Like, again, we're very close to season one ending. So whether we get new episodes at the end of the month or even closer, like before, the Loud House special, or even, like, maybe the same day as the Loud House special, because, again, like, we had Kings of the Con premiere the same day as the Grande's first episode, so we don't know with that. But, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I guess they could still run at the same time with season five, because the Grande's aren't coming in yet, but, you know, it would still be kind of strange that it's like, oh, Roddy, it's still, like, you know, in elementary school, Lincoln started his first day of middle school in the Loud House, so, you know, but I, I guess it's not a big concern, but it's just, like, we still don't know if the Casagrandes are aging up or not, but they have to because they're still appearing in the show. So you know, but yeah. All right, um, I've got I've got a a couple more things in my thread, but I'm not gonna talk about everything. Uh, like I'm not gonna talk about everything because 
this has been a pretty long show anyway so like <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna talk about the things i find most I, I think would be most interesting like okay so i think of an episode where like lynn somehow ends up in an awkward reunion with her old friend from fifth grade at at royal woods high school like she's at high school and she has an awkward reunion with her old friend she's nervous about it so then like lincoln offers his help having learned from his own fifth grade experiences but lynn thinks his suggestions are just kind of lame and she's not sure if they would like work or anything you know hmm. right right yeah um all right and then um uh, like a Luann and Benny focused episode that would tackle the difficulties of maintaining a romantic relationship. Like, like I feel like season five could be a good time for there to be a sort of breakup scenario. So like Luann and Benny might start to feel distant throughout the new school year. And it could probably end up with them agreeing that they both feel better as just friends, like something like that, you know? Yeah. Cause I know someone else said that there really needs to be a breakup in season five and i suggested laurie and bobby only because we know that they're they're both going to different schools bobby's going to business school and laurie's going to fairway so we don't know what their situation is in terms of like going to different schools and how that how they're going to handle that you know because we don't know where bobby's going to school yet it could be in the city but i don't know i just feel like we need another like breakup or just another version of it like, like bobby said he he was he wanted to go to business school and Lori wanted to go to Cove Fairway, which is a golf college. Yeah. So they're both aware. Uh, like, I think they're both aware that they want to go to uh, different colleges and pursue different careers. Uh, but, like, I feel like with that and also the fact that they're in a long-distance relationship, it'd be getting kind of difficult. And, like, and, and like Bobby's, like, uh, scared of that or he might not be interested anymore or something like that. I'm like, I come to think of it, that'd be really interesting to see. As Lori and Bobby, they've been like the ship in the loud house. Like, like those big cannon thing that's been going on basically since the whole thing started. So seeing them break up would be very groundbreaking for the show like it'd be very different it would shatter a lot of fans hearts and it would be very different to see i think most fans have agreed they should break up for character development that's what people want from them is that yes it would be very heartbreaking but it's also good character development since like you yeah. know most of their established is just like they're the yeah, character development yeah that's that's the other thing like yeah so, I mean, to break up is like, yeah, because, like, they're having a hard time with this whole long-distance thing and the college and stuff. Like, it'd be understandable if they need a break now because of this they can't figure out this whole thing yet. Like, Lori needs to figure out her future. Bobby needs to figure out figure out his future. So that's why they kind of yeah. need to, you know, take a break. Yeah, and, yeah but also, and it would lead to, like, Bobby, like, accepting that he doesn't, Need to constantly talk to Lori like that all the time to be happy. Like he's got his family and then the Casagrande's apartment and he, and he's friends with Par now. Yeah. Well, uh, so like, and then, like Roddy Ann brought this up too. Like she she noticed like he just talks to Lori all the time and doesn't really make friends in the city himself. So like that kind of situation would help Bobby finally accept 
that he doesn't need Lori to be happy. And like what he needs is friends like right there in the city that he can hang out with. So he doesn't have to feel lonely all the time if he's not talking to Lori. Like, you exactly. know, and, and Par was a good step towards that. Yeah, because like with Lori, like with season four, she didn't like mention Bobby at all. Only like two times in season four, like one time during the episode where they got stuck in the on, on the island and two, the one where I think it was a house flip, actually, where she was like, oh, I gotta go text Bobby. But she only mentioned him twice, whereas other seasons she's mentioned him multiple times. Because Lori, she has a group of friends. She has Carol and that other guy, I keep forgetting his name, but she has friends, whereas Bobby doesn't. So it's kind of the opposite, where Lori's very social and can make friends, whereas Bobby can't. So that's why with Parr, it was a nice step with that, where he can, you know, hopefully they'll continue that, where they show Bobby and Parr hanging out and being friends, because... I feel like Never Friending Story was was a very like went by very quickly. Like I'm glad Bobby made a friend, but it just went by too fast. So I'm hoping right. their friendship can develop more than just then. But like in the big chill, we saw Par there, but it was like he didn't mention Bobby or like notice Bobby or anything. So I don't know if that takes place before right. then. So I like right. to see that develop that more. Or I had an idea where maybe Lori comes to the city for a visit. And Bobby and Parr are hanging out so much and she feels kind of like a, a third wheel. Kind of like a, um, you know, like that season one episode where Bobby and Lincoln were hanging out. It's like that episode. Uh, fair to remember. Yeah. But then she has to accept that like, oh, well, or even Bobby tells her like, oh, well, I remember hanging out with your friends and feeling left out because I didn't have any. So like, you know, I understand where you were coming from. And Lori's like, well, yeah, no. I'm, I'm supporting, I, I support that you have friends out, Bobby, because we can't just talk to each other all the time. We both need friends outside of each other. So, yeah, so kind of like that. Yeah, like, like, maybe they don't, maybe they don't have to, like, actually, like, fully break up, per se, but maybe they just, like, agree that maybe they should spend time, more time talking to other people, like Bobby with Parr, and maybe even Diego, because, like, uh, like, Car Carlota, like, like well, earlier, I said Bobby would probably like find Diego and like try to get him back together with Carlota, but it would fail. Then like Diego would appreciate his effort and maybe start being friends with him, like Par, you know. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. So like, so it would be like Bobby, Par, and Diego like all hanging out, being buds, and like that would help Bobby like develop more and and feel like he doesn't have to rely just on Lori in that regard, you know? Exactly. So, so that'd be really interesting. Um, okay. All right. Um, okay, another one I'd be interested in. Maybe we could see, like, Sid's grandparents, like, and maybe they visit from, like, China or something, and Casa Grande is trying to make them feel welcome. But it caused some like conflict based on their like very different cultures. Like, uh, like the the Casa Grandes could be like a loud music type, but all the Changs, like Sid's grandparents, are more so like the quiet, meditation kind of people. So like that'd be very interesting to see, like just to see Sid's grandparents visit, you know. I just want to see a Sid episode overall. <laughs> like she deserves an yeah. episode by herself. I'd like to see a Sid focused episode, like, like see what, what her, see what she usually does like throughout the day, like uh, with Adelaide and 
her parents, Stanley and Becca, like, like exploring like Sid's side of the story more would be pretty interesting overall. Cause like they've done that with Clyde in the loud house. So like doing it with Sid would also make sense, you know? Yeah. And, um, okay. Uh, one more. Uh, this is my last one. Okay. Uh, but an episode where like there's a high school talent show and like L- Luna and Luann, they both want to get into the, into the show. Like, but then like Luann gets the last spot with, with Mr. Coconuts. And Luna feels kind of jealous about it. So she's like, so it's just kind of like, uh, it's a puppet. She she doesn't need to be carrying that puppet around all the time. So she just like breaks Mr. Coconuts and like she tries to cover up her tracks. But then Luann is really upset about losing Mr. Coconuts, like him being broken. And but and the Luna just kind of does her own thing. Like uh, like since Luann probably wouldn't be going to the show. Like Luna would go get in there, like with her band, like Sam and all that. But then, like Luann starts to think her comedy career is over. And then Luna realizes how important her her comedy stuff is to her, because it's because it's comedy is Luann's passion, in the same way music, like rock music, is Luna's passion. So like it'd be a good, it could be a good, because like you brought it up that. Luna and Luann are always fighting about stuff. And also that Luann needs to move, needs to grow out of Mr. Coconuts. Like, like Luann's going to be 15 in season five. Like she has to grow, grow past Mr. Coconuts at some point, you know? So I feel like this would be a good way to like finally patch things together with Luna and Luann. And they'd start to be like nicer to each other and also have Luann move past Mr. Coconuts. Yeah, so like if we don't get a Luann and Luna episode of season five, it's just like, what's the point? <laughs> we really need an episode with these two, I swear. Like, that's what I've been wanting for a long time is a Luna and Luann focus episode on their relationship. Right. And then like, a, and like at the end, like maybe they, they have a they have Sergio like make a brief appearance and he ends up being Luann's new comedy partner to fill in the void. Mr. Coconuts has left. Oh my Luan, god. Luann's finally moved on from Mr. Coconuts and he she can start hanging with Sergio. <laughs> like Roddy comes for a visit with Lincoln and he's like or casually in the background, just like Roddy is like, Oh hi, Luann, and then Sergio just pops up from behind and is like just runs over this to uh Luann is like and Luann's like, Oh, you can be my new puppet for now. <laughs> right. That'd be so <laughs> funny if that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like that—that's all. That—that's all the episode ideas like I wanted to talk about. So, those are the big ideas I have in mind. Yeah, but yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to talk about with season five. But uh, Nimbus, thank you so much for coming on to my show. I had a lot of fun talking to you, t- talking with you today about the new Casagrande episodes and the season five trailer. So, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on. Like I've been wanting to be on for like a while. So this is, this was really awesome. Like today I can finally talk about this kind of stuff with you and it allows me to just gush about it for that long. And it's just awesome. Like 
I, I, I was, I'm really happy that I got the chance to do this finally. I was so happy to have you on. Hopefully I could have you on again sometime in the future because I love how passionate you are about the Loud House and, and the, of course, the Classic Artists talking today. But I loved how passionate you, you are talking about the show. So I would love to have you on again sometime. Yeah, but whenever you're interested, you can hit me up. But, like, I know you probably want other guests, too. Like, you've got Burster and Vincent. They're pretty cool, too. Yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of people asking about guest lines. So it's yeah, you should, yeah, I want to give you the chance to catch up, you know? Yeah, because I've had people on the show before have asked me if I could come back on again. I'm like, guys, I just had you on. Like, I have so many other people who want to come on who haven't been on. So you are one of them. So I need to save you for one of the best times to come on and i knew with the cuscardi episode i had to have you on so i'm really glad that you came on to talk about this with me yeah yeah i, I i'm just I, I don't even care how long it takes for me to be on another one like i'm just happy i got to finally be here at all like like it's just been really fun like i, I was i was I, i'm gonna be honest i was like really excited about like the casa grande's episodes being this week like partially just because it meant I would be on the show here with you. It's like, oh my like I've, I've been really excited about it. That's like, so sweet. I'm, I'm just, I'm just satisfied. I'm finally being able to do this. I was just really excited to have another guest on. Cause I, I love having guests on the show. Cause you know, I my show, so is solo, but when I get to have people on, it's great to have other opinions or people talking about the show and just hearing how they gush about it. So again, to have a fan like you come on and just, you know, gush about it. Cause like, I'm the same way, you know? So I, it's, it was such an honor to have you on. So I hope to have you on again sometime. Right. I, I've been, I've been, I'm really glad we've been able to become real good friends over the year too. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, is there any, uh, is there any uh, social media you like to plug on my show before we go? Um, all right. Well, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my, my, my tag, my Twitter tag is at mega XL M E G A X A L. Uh, yeah. So, so I like talk about the cast of is in a loud house a lot. I post art. Like I also post, I'm also interested in drawing for stuff like amphibia and all that. And like, I'm currently working on a fanfic for the loud house. It's titled On the Run, and it's basically about, like, again, finds out about a possible lost brother, and he goes off to track him down and, like, bring him back home, and then Lori and the other sisters gotta got find Lincoln and all that, you know? But, like, I've got that. It's on fanfiction.net. My username on there is Hieronymus64, so, like, you can find me. That'd be cool. Um, And, um, yeah, basically, if you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at MegaXL, and I'll be there to talk about all that if you want. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yep, so make sure to follow him on Twitter because, I, you know, we've been Twitter mutuals for a while, and I absolutely love whenever he posts about any of the shows that he's into with the Loud House Casagrandes or any show, so make sure you follow him there. If you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Exciting Clips on Twitter or the podcast on Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And we'll probably see you next time in September for the Loud House School Special, but we don't know what we'll see you next time for the Casagrandes, so we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats.